Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 129 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the for me is Ben. And we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. And Ben... How are you doing this evening? It looks like your neighbors are having a party. Yeah, so we uh, we apologize in advance if you get some interesting but eclectic but also very good music in yeah, the background. It's very good. I, I, I'm trying not, to figure it's, it's not something I've heard before, but it actually, I, I found myself tapping my foot and I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, it's, this it's, is good. It has a nice beat to it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. sure which language it is, though. I can't yeah, tell. I don't, and I don't want to, you know, if I say the is. wrong thing, I'll be like, oh, you don't know that it's this? Yeah, I, 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 but it's, it's you know, it, it's definitely something that you uh, you can definitely tap. I mean, you could get into this music. Oh, for I mean, sure. It's, 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 a, it's a very lively party atmosphere across from us. I'm not sure how much that sound is going to translate into the podcast. So if you hear any music in the background, it's not our sound effects. It's actually just the neighbors next door and they're having a good time. It sounds like they're having a yeah. really good time. And actually, maybe we should join them yeah, exactly. after the podcast if it's still because going. Because we record this podcast outside every single week where football should be played and podcast should be recorded. Yeah, it's graduation season. So I'm guessing we'll have yeah, fireworks a, going off in the background. It is hot. I mean, this week it was like 109 100, well, degrees. Yeah, Tuesday was like 110 out here. On Wednesday, right now, sitting outside, it's, it's pretty close to 80 degrees and it's you know just beyond 9 o'clock. And uh, I mean, it's, it really does feel like summer. I like this time of year, Ben. I like when I'm not freezing my ass off on the podcast. Exactly. This is really nice. You're wearing exactly. a t-shirt. I'm wearing a t-shirt. And you're supporting the podcast by wearing the Thirst and Gold podcast t-shirt. Well, you know, someone has to. Someone has to. <laughs> It's I'm just not, oh yeah, me I'm not, and I'm looking thousands at my shirt. of listeners, and you can't even wear the gear. Friday, how was your week this I week? I'm not wearing our swag. That's <laughs> your swag. right. Yeah. How was your week this week? Uh, it was actually I worked four days this week. I worked four days uh, this week. Uh, Friday I had off. I requested it off. Uh, it is Euro season. The Euros have kicked off, and I you know took the day off. I, I as I always do when the Euros come around, when the World Cup comes around, when Croatia plays, I do take the day off. That is my vacation day to watch our checkered boys take the field, even though they've sucked recently. Well, they got the win over Czech Republic. No, they didn't. They tied. Well, see, when I watch <laughs> soccer games, I, I, I create my own score. So because the referees in soccer matches are so bad that I determine at the end of the game what the score actually is. And since the referees in that game decided to give... The Czech Republic that was, that was a, soft a free penalty. kick on a bullshit penalty on a replay, yeah. no less, yeah. where everyone, including the announcers, the Everybody, person on this, the entire world, the entire world said, "There's no way that's a penalty." Yeah. Yet you give them a, essentially a free goal. Uh-huh. So to me, the game was one nothing Croatia because that goal doesn't count. Yeah, but Croatia's been pretty terrible as of late, and that penalty was sort of due in part to their terrible play. They didn't take the initiative in that game. When you give teams a chance to get into the box, in the box a lot. those sorts of things can happen. So you have to, I mean, when you when you have a must-win game, you have to take it to the other team, and they did not. They allowed the Czech Republic to, uh, you know, well, to play offensive-style football when they should have been the ones that were defending, but, you know, they, they whatever. We're not, this is, this is yeah, a football. Com- this is a football. Re- I, I could really talk about this for like an hour, you know, and, and, and talk about Croatia's terrible plays since, you know, the World Cup appearance. It didn't remind know, me of that, of that team. Of the World the Cup team final I'm, appearance. The team that I'm watching 
right now did not remind does not remind me of that team. No. Even though from everything I've read and everything I've heard during the telecast, the players that they've got given the skill level should be playing at a higher level than they are. Yeah, yeah but so far, I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention to it. I'm not sure if, how many guys I watched all, many, the ga- all the matches. How many guys and gals listen to the podcast uh, are paying attention to it? But it looks like I mean, Italy looks pretty good. I mean, to me. Argentina looked pretty good in the Copa the in other the, night. In the Copa, yeah, in the, in the, I mean, in the Copa, I mean, the Copa America. I mean, you're going to have, you know, Brazil and Argentina. Everybody else is sort of a pretender. I mean, you have, you know, Chile, who's also they have a pretty good team uh, as well. But I mean, that's probably yeah. the final. If I'm, I'm not sure how the brackets are sort of set up, but I'm pretty sure it might be an Argentina Brazil final. Yeah, like it. Yeah. I think Chile won the last Copa America. Yeah, if you're watching the Copa and you've you play a drinking game during an Argentina game. Every time they mention Messi's name, you drink. You'll be drunk within oh, the first ten minutes of the game. You might have to rush to because be that is to the literally all that they talk about for the entire match. But sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, but you. no, but it's a great it's a great time to be a soccer fan right now because you got the Euros, which should have been played last year, wasn't because of COVID. So you got the Euros and you got the Copa America going on right now. So it's a great time to be a soccer fan because I can watch soccer in the morning before I go to work and I can watch soccer in the afternoon when I get home from work. Yeah, because what, Italy, or not, Italy's playing well. England moved on, I think. They, they, uh, well, had I mean, de- they didn't play as well as they wanted to against no, they're, Scotland. They're no, not, they're not that great. I mean, they're, they're they're highly overrated as they usually are. I mean, they should be a better Damn. team. But, uh, no, I mean, Italy looks good. I mean, France, I mean, Belgium, you know, the the you know the big name teams and, uh, you know, Croatia still has a chance to move on to the next round. We'll see what happens when they play Scotland on Tuesday. Another one of my days off, so I like my, my schedule revolves around the, the Croatian national team and, uh, you know, their, their games that they play in major tournaments. Yeah, and I, I learned something I did not know. There's a gentleman that, from Pennsylvania, from the middle of fucking nowhere in Pennsylvania, <laughs> that actually won the Premier League last year as part of Chelsea. His name is Pulisic. Oh, Pulisic. Oh, yeah, man. He, well, Pulisic. I had no idea that. Pulisic, yeah. Pul- Pulisic. I, mean, I had no idea that the Americans had. You don't know anyone. You never heard of Pulisic? I never heard. I didn't know he's he had. Like, I'm like, of like, course, he's got a, a Eastern European name, even though he's from Pennsylvania. He's, he's, well, he's the mother. But I'm like, he's but, the mother kid. But I'm like, I didn't know we had an American that played for Chelsea that won, uh, no, it, that won a trophy. His, his uh, I mean, his his background is Croatian, and the Croatian team did approach him to play for the Croatian national team. But he didn't I had no to, idea. You guys don't a, talk about him. He's he's, he's an, you know he's he's American. I think his grandparents were Croatian. But no, he's he's like probably the best American player that I've seen. As of late, I don't know if I've seen a better player than him, actually. And I he's mean, building uh, a whole, a whole, you know, setup in Pennsylvania and other ones on the East Coast to try to get kids into soccer from yeah. a younger age mm-hmm. and have more fun with the game. No, so he's that got they a lot can... of skill. I mean, he's he's a really good player. I'm I'm very happy for the guy. And I'm happy for the you know yeah the, I had the, no clue that yeah the, won a championship the, I mean there. I mean this is a football podcast but I mean for the uh, <laughs> the U.S. national team for you know having a lot of guys actually not a lot of guys but a decent number of players that are actually playing you know in Europe right now so I'm, I'm ho- I hope that bodes well because you know I love watching Croatia play but I also root for the American team and I get we'll up get and there. I get we'll excited get for all the American games and you'd think there would be more emphasis on soccer in the United States just from a practical perspective the odds of making the NBA are really 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 low yeah. even the odds of making a decent european or or international team in, in basketball are pretty freaking low for an american player basketball no well i mean soccer. to make to make the, the a living but in soccer yeah. there's so many leagues around the world that you could play in if you're if you're a decent soccer player you don't have to play for the us team but you have a far better no, chance of making not for a the living. MLS at least. But I mean, you know, I, I think actually for basketball, I think you actually, if you're, if you're an American basketball player, 
and you can't play in the NBA, I think you have a better chance of making a living abroad because there are so many talented American basketball players and there's a lot of teams in Europe yeah, that, are, that want those players. Whereas for soccer players, it's a whole different thing because in Europe, that's their number one sport. And from like the time you can walk, you basically start kicking a soccer ball around. So there, there's actually, it's, it's very difficult for an American to actually get to Europe and make a difference. Like, you know, Pulisic, 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 you know, he has made that difference. And there's very few that have, but it's more and more and it's growing. And I'm very happy to see that for American soccer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because in football, I mean, if you, if you don't make it in the NFL and potentially the CFL, that's it. You're, you do not make a living playing football. But yeah. for soccer, I feel like there's a lot more opportunity for an American player who's good well, to that. find a team somewhere that would pay you yeah. in the world as uh, opposed to just in the CFL or the NFL. The, the Americans aren't usually the most talented. Well, the, basketball, but, but if they put their basketball mind, talented. Yeah, but, but if they put their mind soccer, to it and got better at soccer. No, we have a large population, and so I mean, if but yeah, there's not as much there's not as much money in, involved. You know, I mean, like well, players don't really when you're when you grow up in this country since you know soccer is not one of the primary sports. It's not really, you know, like pushed on kids. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have played AYSO soccer, and so did I. I played AYSO when I was a little kid. But, uh, you know, it's, it's not taken as seriously as it is in other parts of the world. So, you know, for the players that have made it, you know, across the pond, I'm very proud of those guys. And, oh, you know, for the, sure. You know, the American team is actually getting more and more guys over there to, you know, to, uh, to play against stronger competition. And that's where you build your skill and your talent level is over there. Not so much in the MLS, but yeah, I mean, eventually. there was there was just an undrafted free agent that was signed by an NFL team. I can't remember which team it was, but that person was the number one overall pick in Canada. So that tells you the difference in the level of play, yeah. and that's really the only opportunity. But Ben, how was you your have. week? My week was good. My week was good. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot. Friday, yeah. what have you what are you drinking over there? Uh well, Ben, actually, I polished off that bottle of whatever it was I was drinking. It was, it was a noble oak and I yeah, finally that actually I was a pretty good finally one. finished that one off. I felt like I was I was nursing that bottle like you did that you gin were. for so long. So I'm finally done with that. And I moved on to the Kindred Straight Rye Whiskey with a little bit of Coke and a little bit of Club Soda. And it actually tastes pretty good. What about you, Ben? I'm conti- actually, I'm going to polish this off probably this week or next week. Well, hopefully not this week. Uh, the Raffles Gin. If you can polish that off, yeah, exactly. you're going to be stumbling and fumbling yeah. over your words. It's a, Scot- it's a Scottish gin. It's actually a really nice, clean, crisp summer gin. Just the right amount of juniper, just the right amount of botanicals. Not too overpowering for the summertime. It's actually a really, really nice gin. Friday. What are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about soccer, Ben, all night. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's talk about that Uruguay match. <laughs> uh, so tonight on the big board, our now, our now, now, our now defunct big board. I remember still ben? have it. I remember still have that. It. Remember that we didn't have, you know, this, all, this. I mean, the whole setup right here, you did such an amazing job with it, Ben. Fantastic. But we have NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our feel good story. Can't wait to hear that. We also have our stat of the week, which we will not forget ever again, like we did that one week. <laughs> oh, no, we will. We will. And we also we have our shot of the week inspired by Father's Day, and it is called the Sour Papa. Because even because, on Father's Day, they're not happy. Because we're not is, happy. It is, uh, it, 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 you know, some of the ingredients are very similar to what you would find in a whiskey sour. So it's very similar to that, but in a shot. And we also have our beverage of the week, which is the Aberfeldy 12, something that I cannot wait to try. Yeah, me too. Me something too. that I've seen on Instagram posted many, many times. Just something I haven't picked up off the shelf, but I finally did, and I can't wait to try that. And we also have our beer of the week another sour, sour band from distill brewery 
And where is the steel brewery? I think it's in Illinois. Is it in Illinois? I'm sure if I read this can, I would find, I would figure out where it is. But it has, it's a ghost ale with coriander, sea salt, lime, and orange peel, Ben. We've loved the sours, and I can't wait to try this either. Yep, it's from Normal. Oh, Illinois. and then also housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Franny, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, NFL news. All right, first up on the big board for NFL news this week. It was a slow news week, so we do have to talk about Aaron Rodgers at some point, just so that yeah, Frane can get can his extend the podcast, get his juices to flowing, two, two and a half hours. But we'll lead. <laughs> We're going to try to see if we can get Frane to take a shot in these first. Two Wait, stories we have, we have, of we're, the, the week. Shot? We don't have the shot on the table. Oh, we're gonna have to oh, grab the fireball. I'm not gonna say anything negative about this. All right, we got topic. another big Nick in Philadelphia. Free agent quarterback Nick Mullins has landed in Philadelphia. Mullins, who hit free agency when the 49ers declined to tender him in March, signed with the Eagles this morning or this past uh, whatever two days ago, three days ago. The 26-year-old Mullins originally signed with the 49ers as an undrafted free agent in 2017. He started 16 games games eight in 2018 and eight in 2020 and completed a big 64.5 percent of his passes averaged 7.9 yards per pass and total 25 touchdowns and 22 interceptions don't like that ratio oh in philadelphia mullins becomes the third quarterback on the roster behind jalen hurts and joe flacco on the depth chart but what say you about bringing in nick mullins a guy who i've always thought had potential just never was able to sort of i don't get know if anybody over. thought he had potential I, i'm not I, you're I, the only guy that probably thought he had i like potential. nick mullins i think nick I, mullins i'm is, sure he's a nice guy He's got, he's got, a, he's got something. Yeah, he's got something. He's got a, a twenty-five touchdown, twenty-two interception ratio. That's not very good, right there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a little bit better than Garoppolo, but not or worse yeah, than no, Garoppolo, but know, not it's, much. It's uh, you know, I mean, it's a decent signing for the Eagles. It's, I think he's better than Nick, Flacco. Come on now, he's better than Nick 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 Sudfeld, who the Niners actually have. The, gotta the, get him the in the Niners, game in the fourth quarter. We gotta get him in. The Niners picked him up, uh, and now you know the Eagles are bringing Nick Mullins in. So you know they kind of swapped. Third, well, I wouldn't say Nick Mullins is a third string quarterback because he has actually played. Because he was their of primary starter during when there was yeah, injuries. and he wasn't that good. He wasn't that good, but it's also I mean, San he's, Francisco. He's serviceable. He's serviceable at best. I, I think it's a good signing. I think it's a good signing too. I think it's I, you know he actually might be the second best quarterback on the depth chart. We saw what Flacco had left in the tank, which wasn't very much. I mean, I, you know, I I, I think uh, Nick Flacco has had a great career in the NFL. Nick Flacco. I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dick Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Nicky Flacco. Nicky Flacco. The younger that's, brother of Joe Flacco that's, that's now that's, playing for Texas Tech. <laughs> yeah, Nick Flacco. I don't know if, if anybody his parents had him. That. His parents had him a lot older. You know, yeah. There was a lot of space between those two children. Yeah, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Joe Mullins. Is, <laughs> Joe is, uh, Mullins. And... Uh, yeah, no, but I mean, Nick Mullins is, uh, you know, it's, it's a decent signing. I think so. I mean, you need extra depth on the chart. you know, Some depth. And, and you know, he's he's decent enough. He's serviceable. He did. He has a lot of game time experience. I yeah. mean, not as much as Flacco, but still he has a little more left in the tank than Flacco. What do you yeah. think, Ben? Flacco has nothing left in yeah, the tank. Exactly. I like Nick Mullins. I've always liked Nick Mullins. I think he's, he's as good a backup as you're going to find out there. I mean, with the exception of potentially some older, you know, prior know. Is he better than Mariota? Starters. He's probably better than Mariota. He's better than most of the backups out there. And I think that, you know, getting him cheap the way that the Eagles did, especially with a rookie out there whose legs are his primary weapon. Better than weapon. Joe Foles? Joe Foles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Foles and uh, Jordan Love. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering where you're going with that I'm one. not going anywhere <laughs> yeah. with that. Uh, I could yeah, see that. But I think it's good. I think it's a good signing because he's got, the, he's got Jordan Love could get hurt. Why would I take a shot for that? Well, I thought you might say something too negative about I, your own team. 
Nah, I mean, you know, it's it's not the cat. Well, I see now. now cowboys on, are coming up next. Next up on the yeah, I see that's next up on the agenda. How about them cowboys? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's a decent signing for the Eagles. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, oh hurt my ears. There we that go. Was actually, higher pitched than I remember it being. <laughs> next up, how about them cowboys? Last year, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott rushed for a career a career low 979 yards. He averaged a career low 65.3 yards per game and gained just 1.9 yards before contact, the lowest in three seasons. Elliott also had a career high five fumbles. That he battled offensive calf. line falling yeah. apart. You see what happens. I hope so. He battled calf and hamstring injuries, missing a game due to injury for the first time in his career. Football Outsiders, which provides advanced statistics on NFL players. Measured Elliott's DVOA, defense-adjusted value over average in 2020. The number is a value per play on average running back in game situations. Elliott had a minus 1.0. His backup, Tony Pollard, was plus 13%. I like Pollard. Yeah, me too. Tennessee's Derrick Henry, who led the league in rushing with 2,027 yards, good God, had 15.5%, and Dalvin Cook of Minnesota, the second in the league in rushing yards with 1557, came in at 15.6%. So whether it was basic stats or advanced, Elliott's season was below standard. There is no doubt about whether Elliott continues as the main running back with the Cowboys. The franchise quarterback, Dak motherfucking Prescott says, Zeke looks great. Quarterback Dak Prescott said. Well, he's, he's not going to say he looks terrible. He's <laughs> in the best shape of his life. Just got another arrest or, or had another <laughs> issue with his dog attacking another dog. Uh. Zeke Elliott looking fast. Everybody's seen the clips of him working out independently with his running back coach. His cuts, just how explosive he is. Excited to have a full year with him again, getting him healthy throughout the whole season. When Zeke's healthy and Zeke is doing his thing, he's the best running back in the league, Prescott said. Mm -hmm. It's just exciting to see him in the best shape of his life mm -hmm. or the best shape he's ever been in the NFL. That's going to be special for us and the Cowboys moving forward. What say you about Zeke, Elliott, Dak Prescott giving him a vote of confidence? They need him this year. Dak says he's the best running back in the league when he's healthy. Fuck you, Derrick Henry. What do you say, Franny? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say he's on Derrick Henry's level. I mean, I... I mean, he's a I wouldn't strong... say he's on Adrian Peterson's level at this point. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. I mean, I, I expected more from uh, from Zeke, you know, especially when he signed that huge contract because the preceding seasons, I mean, he was actually really good. Um, but I mean, you know, the offensive line has struggled, and that's why Zeke Elliott is now struggling as well. So I think now he's working more on his body to get stronger in this new season uh, coming up. And um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised by uh, you know by Dak Prescott saying these things about his you know, fellow teammate. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say anything negative because... Why not? I, well, okay, you know what? Fuck the Cowboys. All, All right. right. Fuck, fuck the Cowboys. I hope Zeke Elliott has a terrible season. I hope they finally see that Pollard is the better running back. Just imagine that. Just imagine they try to trade Elliott after this season because Pollard shows up better than exactly. Zeke. Exactly. You sign the back and touchdowns you will lack. That is what happened to the Cowboys this past year or the year before last Giving like him that, that huge like that contract. You cannot give these running backs that kind of contract unless they're named Walter Payton, Derek Henry. Grab something? Should I grab yeah, something? Grab, uh, are, you able to, are you able to talk while yeah, I grab? I, I can fill I, the time. Actually, yeah, okay, okay. I wonder if I can fill the time. I, I usually don't, I don't talk, doubt it. I, don't doubt I usually it. don't talk too much on the oh. podcast. Uh, but I actually I actually think that this is a good vote of confidence for Ezekiel Elliott. God knows he needs it. I mean, 979 yards, not a terrible season, but by Zeke standards, well below what he expects and what we expect of him. I, I mean, he just didn't look like himself last year. Yes, there were some issues with the offensive line, but he just did not look like the Zeke Elliott that we had seen 
in the past. And he also looked kind of lackadaisical. He didn't look like he had that same spring in his step, that same excitement for the game. Same confidence. And maybe it's because the team sucked last year, especially after Prescott went down. But but you would expect him to I play think better. With, yeah, with those two Once backs. Once your quarterback goes down, you become the focal point on exactly, that team. Exactly. And he didn't do it. I mean, you know, and they and they were like on the cusp of the playoffs. All he had to do was win, a, you know, an earlier game, and they wouldn't crappy, have had to play in at the in end. In a crappy division, I mean, it's a terrible division. But you know, just like with the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry is the focal point, and he became the focal you point think? because two thousand, yeah, exactly, yards. exactly. And, and you know, when you have a, you know, Tannehill's a better quarterback than you know the Red Rifle, or who else do they have in there? They had uh, in Tennessee. They had Mariota. No, no, but I mean for Dallas. Once oh, Dak, for once Dallas, Dak, they once had Dak went down. the young guy. They had uh, Dalton, but they also had that young guy. I can't remember his name, but it, yeah, he was a, he was a younger guy, but he did not. I think it was he, Kyler, he, Kyler, young guy. He was not ready yeah, for. He was is. not ready for prime time. Oh yeah, it was that. Uh, it was that the guy from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just can't remember his name. I mean, he sounded like yeah, he could, yeah. he could have been from anywhere, but I mean, he sounded like he was uh, he was from New York. But I mean, I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, you know, he liked that that weird sidearm. Yeah, if they yeah. but if they both oh Jeez. let's do the shot. Well, actually, why shot, are we? Why, I don't know why, why your shot says I was trying to just kill off that bottle and your shot is just so you might as well say something negative about a team in your division, Ben. All right, fuck Baker Mayfield and his contract talks. You're not going to get a big extension. You should there not get a are. big extension. There, there we, we go. are. There's that's part of the drinking game on the podcast. I actually like the Browns. I can not, but I got to say something. Yeah, negative, you got to so. say it. Yeah, exactly. Because I actually I I actually like Baker Mayfield too. I just couldn't think of anybody to uh, to dislike. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm really starting uh, to dislike the Ravens. Baltimore? Everything about yeah, the Ravens. Well, I'm surprised you haven't, in you know, ever. I mean, like, you should always hate the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, but no, the reason we're taking the shot is, is per our drinking game <coughs> agreement, if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. If Ben says anything negative about a team in his division, which is the AFC North, or if Sonia says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the People NFC like West. Sonia, and it's funny because I always point to her chair and she's not there. But eventually... Oh, she's, she's only not been there for about a year and a half. It's been a while <laughs> since she's joined us At some on point, the podcast. We well, yeah, we'll consider to, her, a, 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 like, what yeah. do you call it, like a special guest host. Yeah, one day she will join us once again. But we used to have a female voice on the podcast and she's no longer with us on the podcast because she wants to sit inside and watch Say Yes to the Dress instead of hang out with us. I mean, who wouldn't yeah, want to hang out with us? Exactly. And that's why the podcast is now two and a half hours instead yeah. of an hour and a half yeah, because there's the no one here to tell us to shut up. <laughs> Move on. Move on. Right? <laughs> here we go. Let's do this show. All right. Cheers to you, Ben. And she would, too. Oh, yeah. It's very apparent. <sighs> oh, that's the vanilla. We're not done with that yet? Yeah, we're not done with that. That was the last shot. Of oh, the Jim Beam and vanilla. I Thank you, God. I completely forgot, and, and, and remind me next time, actually. I'll probably forget again next week. But uh, if we're running short on punishment shots, Ben, the punishment shot uh, for the last uh, maybe a month or so has been the Jim Beam Vanilla. We also had the Jim Beam Orange, the Jim Beam Apple. Apple. We had other... Cherry. Um, oh, that was the... No, uh, what was that? It was like that a was... jalapeno one that was really oh. thick. It was almost like you can chew on that whiskey. Yeah. It was so thick. That was the Evan Williams peach. Oh, Evan yeah, the Evan cherry, Williams. The I Evan... hate Evan Williams in general. Just yeah, like... we went through a lot of punishment shop bottles. Yeah, I know. And then so, you know, if, if we do say anything negative about anybody on the podcast again from our divisions, or if Ben says anything negative also about Antonio Brown, which also might happen, then we have the Fireball always ready to go. Yes, it's always exactly. readily available. And we also have Jägermeister, Ben. I know you're not a big fan of Jäger. We have that inside as well. Yeah, that's true. We can't chill it, though, anymore. It used to just sit on the table, and it would be yeah, no, readily no, and is... automatically chilled. Now we're in the 80-degree nope. zone. Yeah, it's disgusting. So anything else to add about 
uh, Cowboys running back situation. Zeke. But if those, if both of those guys are healthy, uh, with Dak Prescott, that could be a scary offense. I would always say with those receivers, yeah, that could be it, a scary offense. It could be. It could bet be. the over on the Cowboys win total for the year. What nine? Uh, yeah, I would bet the over. <laughs> I, I think it's probably around nine. I can't remember what it I, is. I think it is probably about like nine, nine and But a half. I would bet the but, over. You know, in, a, in, a, in a terrible division, I wouldn't doubt it. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, nothing else to add. All right. Next up, sit down. Oh, we might actually take a, a shot of fireball. I didn't see this. Sit down, Le'Veon Bell. Agenda topic. Sit down, Le'Veon Bell, says Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. Sit down now. Chiefs safety Tyron Matthew is taking issue with former Chiefs running back Le'Veon Bell's criticism of Chiefs' beloved coach Andy Reid. After former NFL cornerback Charles James posted PFT's tweet about Bell saying he would never play for Andy Reid again, Matthew responded by G- to James by indicating that Bell was the kind of player who blamed everyone and others when he didn't succeed. Matthew said, these fellas will blame everybody for their lack of success. That's how I know I'm built different. Matthew tweeted, Bell was one of the most productive backs in the NFL during his five seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but signing him proved to be a disaster with the Jets, and he didn't do much for the Chiefs. He clearly didn't impress Matthew. In short, if Bell is angry that Andy Reid wouldn't put him on the field, he should already realize that, at least at present, no one else wants him on the field either. His last three seasons were a year-long holdout, a miserable year with the Jets in 19, 3.2 yards per carry, and then last year's forgotten season with the Chiefs, in which he put up 63 carries for 254 yards and two touchdowns. At this point, you have to you have to ask why anyone would come calling. Bell is currently a free agent, a complete disaster at running back after being widely regarded as one of the top mm-hmm. two or three running backs in the league his last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Completely fell off a cliff and is doing nothing except blaming. blaming everyone for his problems. First it was the jet system. Now it's the best one of the best coaches to ever coach in, in football mm-hmm. in the history of the game that seems to be the problem. Yeah, I know. And finally someone, and Tyron Matthew, finally someone told him, it's not you. It's you, yeah. or it's not us. It's you. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, what say exactly. you about Le'Veon Bell whining again? And he's a free agent. No one wants him. Nobody wants him. I mean, why would you want him? He, he's done absolutely nothing since he left the since he's left this Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, you know, I mean, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he had a great offensive line to run behind. Uh, you know, well, they're great. For and they blocking. were young. They were young for most of this. They're great for blocking for the run. And actually, you know what? They, they were, were actually pretty decent this year for blocking for Ben Roethlisberger, but not for the run. Couldn't get a hand on him. Just, well, couldn't, just couldn't move forward. But, you know, for Le'Veon Bell, they were excellent for him. He was he was patient behind the line. I loved his running style in Pittsburgh, but he hasn't been able to replicate that with any other team. Replicate? He hasn't been able to be serviceable. <laughs> no, he, he has not. And that's why he, was, he wasn't able to play for the Jets. He wasn't able to play, you know, for Andy Reid. God damn, Andy Reid is such a terrible quarterback. I, I mean, know. Terrible, I mean, I terrible everybody, coach that Andy Reid. Everybody in Philly and everybody in, you know, for the Chiefs, they all <laughs> the hate his guts. They, they all hate him. They all hate terrible. his guts. That's, I mean, I, I just hear people bad-mouthing Andy Reid left and right. Horrible results for this coach. Yeah, he's got Bill Purcell's Par- results without, the, even, without the terrible personality. How does he even have a job in this league? Yeah, I, I can't just, believe it. I, I mean, mean championship games, Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't get it's it. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, coaching tree that puts Bill Parcells's and Bill Belichick's to shame. That's the number one guy I would blame for for my non productivity in the league. But you know, I mean, Tyron Matthew is right. I mean, Tyron Matthew, he's a little bit of a, I, I you know, he he rubs me the wrong way. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of his. 
Um, he just seems sort of like uh, I don't know. He's a little bit of a dick. I mean, what, what, you would agree with yeah. that, right? Yeah, he, he can be a little, little bit abrasive. of a dick. I mean, you know, but it, it, on yeah. this one, he's right. But I mean, this he's absolutely right. I mean, he's a free agent. Yeah, and nobody wants him. It's like, June, what nineteenth? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it the nineteenth? It is the nineteenth. And Le'Veon Bell remains a free agent, so maybe it's not the league. Maybe it's you. Maybe you just suck mm-hmm. at football. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not any good anymore. I mean, you got Adrian Peterson coming up on his 36th birthday, 37th birthday, I think, still playing in the league. Yeah. So I'm so glad the Steelers didn't sign Le'Veon Bell. I'm so glad. But I think with the we Steelers, got to see his true colors because he, it, to, he was actually a pretty a stand-up guy for a while. Antonio Brown went in the wrong went in the wrong direction, but now Antonio Brown's going in the right direction, and it's well, not how you let's not get ahead of ourselves. But it's not now. how you start; it's how you finish. And Le'Veon Bell's going to finish as a pariah, and Antonio Brown might finish as a hero. And that is wow. irony. That is some irony right there. Oh, I'm waiting. He wins you. a Super Bowl with the Bucks this year and causes no trouble. Uh-huh. He goes to ride off into the sunset. Everyone remembering him as a Super Bowl champ. And Le'Veon Bell goes out as a, you know, as a practice squad player about one of the best coaches in the, the NFL has the ever seen. Yeah, you know, maybe, it, maybe you can, you know, find Bill Walsh. And, I mean, there's a reason why you're not playing. I mean, if this coach can tell that you have no talent, maybe you have no talent yeah. because Andy Reid is very good at finding offensive talent in this league. Yeah. Probably the best coach at finding offensive talent, and probably. The best at drawing up offensive plays. I mean, the shit that he comes up with is—it's unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, and Ben, uh, you know, we'll this is a also we'll a, a, a part of that drinking game agreement. If you say anything overly negative about a team in your division, but also any former players, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- those were pretty much the only players. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, that was and, a running—that was a running theme on the podcast for a number for, of weeks. Yeah, it was about a year. About a year. Yeah, I mean, and, and the irony is, if he took the offer that the Steelers offered to him, which was pretty uh, similar, where's your, where's your which was pretty similar to the offer that the Jets ultimately made him, it mm-hmm. was it was only short. I think about eight or nine million dollars guaranteed over a four year de- over and, a four and, year contract. He probably would have still been successful in this league. Yeah, yeah. And who in the right mind would think they'd have a better career with the Jets than with the Steelers? That's what happens when you chase the dollars, when you chase the money. Yeah, but not much more. I mean, it's not a huge no. difference. <coughs> Excuse me. Cheers to you, Ben. Your Let's shot do this fireball. Is, I'm preparing my throat here. <laughs> is, is, it might, might actually clear out whatever you have in there. All right, let's do it. Cheers. Hmm. <sighs> oh, that's refreshing. It's actually, I actually well, don't it's, mind it's the fireball. It's better than the Jim Beam vanilla. Actually, <clears> I have to find, oh, my God. Okay. I have to find something worse. I have to find something worse than this. That vanilla was terrible. That was, that was, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It, it's just it, two <laughs> things that don't go together. Whiskey and vanilla. Yeah. I mean, hints of vanilla. I'm gonna have not, to find like vanilla. I'm, I'm gonna vanilla. have to find like a a mango whiskey. Oh, I think that. <laughs> I think we. Yeah, I think that, we, I think that we did have that one, the mango habanero. Oh, that was that. That's right. That would that one was probably because uh, I would always my I would always wake up with a headache with that one. Yeah, that mango. It was actually pretty good. No, it wasn't. But it had a lot of sugar in no, it. No, it wasn't that good at all. <laughs> it wasn't that good. No. Are you ready to move on, Franny? Let's move on. Oh boy, Franny. Did the, Why is that so much louder? <laughs> well, because I have the gain turned down oh, for, so for the microphones. The, you hear the party? Because of the party in Actually, the back. Can you, can you hear it? Yeah, you yeah can, when you, you take, your, when you take your headphones off, there's a lot of people having fun over there. As they should be. Yeah, of course. Franny, did the Steelers just get a first-round pick? We have a podcast going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> be the, quiet. Did the Steelers just get another first-round pick, Franny? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> you know, people when people being, have parties people when we're doing podcasts. Happy. How dare you be happy? 
It's still better than the frog. Oh yeah, <laughs> that stupid that that's frog. Almost, that's almost like that that fly episode from uh, Breaking <laughs> Bad. It was like several weeks in a row we had this frog. That yeah. I guess it was in the rainy season. It must have been in the rainy yeah, season. It was, it was like it was it was yeah, and it was every and the frog was so loud. And every week on the podcast when we had the older when we had the different mics. And you could hear the frog throughout the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. And we just were trying to figure out where it was. We were just going to jump over the, we were going to go over the fence and just capture it and set it free. Yeah. But after two year experience in Washington left him covered with dirt on the exterior, Dwayne Haskins is looking forward to brushing off the grime and getting a cleansing experience with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are affording a fresh start to Dwayne Haskins, who is one of four quarterbacks. Competing for one of three starting jobs on a 53-man roster. Just coming here to Pittsburgh, I wanted to prove to the coaching staff and my teammates how much I love football, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. Haskins said this past Thursday, show my show my mind is in the right place, that I'm willing to work and show my talents and work to earn a spot here. Haskins' interview on the final day of mandatory minicamp, where Aaron Rodgers was not present, represented his first public comment since he signed with the Steelers on January 21st. Little more than three weeks after Washington cut the former first round pick, and Ron Rivera admitted that he handled him poorly in Washington. Haskins didn't speak negatively on his experience in Washington or his relationship with Coach Ron Rivera, who recently said he regretted anointing Haskins as the starter before 2020 training camp. Haskins was benched four starts into the season and sat for eight consecutive games before he resurfaced for three games late in the year. It's all about perception, Haskins said, when asked whether he got a bad rap in Washington. Things were taken the way they were taken. I can't go back and change it. I can tell people what really happened or how it was. It's in the past now. I have to make sure I'm doing what I can looking forward. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin, oh, this is just warming my heart, was willing the to take a chance on the, the cockles of my heart. On the strong-armed Haskins is six foot four, 230 pounds, and is still just 24 years old. Conversations, though, have focused more on life and less than on football, Tomlin admitted. I'm more concerned with Dwayne the person, kind of getting to know him <laughs> oh and getting God. an understanding of what he's been through. I can just oh, see Tomlin good. saying this and how that's shaped him, affecting him positively and negatively, how it's affected his growth and development of his game. Sounds I think like a more, lifetime movie. I think more than anything. Sounds like something Sun is watching right now. <laughs> exactly. Dwayne and I are just trying to get to know each other. I think it starts there, and then we can focus on the, some things relative to the game itself. But, Franny, I really think Mike Tomlin, the way that he communicates with players, especially young players, I think that we might have found our quarterback of the future. I, I, I think you probably should have signed Nick Mullins. Because, I mean, Dwayne, Dwayne has, I mean, what, what draft was he taken in? It's been a few years. Uh, two now, years right? ago, it, it was a couple of years. Was Kyler Murray in that draft? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, taking selfies with fans after his first victory. Well, you know, he you was, know, I, he was I, happy. I, I, I got to defend him now. Now he's I on mean, my team. I, I, I know now that, but I mean, it's it's just there's 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 like no level it's of about professionalism the there. I mean, it's it's you know you see that sort of thing happening. Like, he was only no, twenty two. Kyler Murray was also young too. I mean, like you don't see these young. You know, quarterbacks that are. I mean, he was taking the first. If he was taken in the third, the third, fourth round, maybe he was taken round, in the top ten. Yeah, he was taken in the first round, high in the draft, and he's out there taking selfies with fans, which is great for the fan experience. But it's not great, great. for the fan. Ex- it's not <laughs> Dwayne Haskins NFL experience. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, for the fans <laughs> in the in the in the crowd, like, like, fuck, I'm taking, I'm taking, like, you know, selfies with our starting quarterback. But that's not what you want. And then to selfies see. with seven strippers in his apartment during COVID a year later. <laughs> no, I'm not going to comment on that, but you know, it, it's. It, I mean, he's just not 
on a professional level right now to win football games. I mean, he's you know he's, but he's still, humbled now. He's look, humbled. You know, I, been humbled yeah, by the we'll, experience. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I, you know, I don't I don't think he's going to see the field unless you know anything serious happens to Ben Roethlisberger. But I, I he's not a starting quarterback. I'm not sure if he is even good as a backup quarterback in this league. I mean, we, you know, with Washington, they completely moved away from him. I can see Pittsburgh after a few weeks saying the same thing. We're going to move on from you. Uh, you know, we don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, but I think now he realizes that his career in the NFL could be a short one and his ability to make a living. And if anyone can get through to Dwayne Haskins, it's Mike Tomlin. I mean, he has engendered the loyalty of so many young players who then become veteran players over the course of his coaching interim or coaching term with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think if he if he can really communicate with Dwayne Haskins at a personal level, he's got the physical talent. And if he can put that together intellectually and psychologically with Dwayne Haskins, we might have just got a top 10 pick as a potential future starting quarterback. You, you would, And you know how hard starting quarterbacks are to find. I know. I know that. So we could have potentially just got one. We you only got him on a one-year on one deal. You would entrust the Steelers' future on this guy? No, for sure, definitely not, not right now. But I, but entrusting the Steelers to know when to draft a quarterback and who to draft is even scarier. But at well, least now we don't have, draft but at least now we have one on the roster. At least now we have a top ten pick on the roster. Because you know who could have been the backup quarterback? Who's that? Jalen Hurts could have been your backup quarterback. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He could have been our backup quarterback. And who's a better quarterback right now? Even though he's been in the league for less years than Dwayne Haskins, who's the better quarterback? Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely a more Jaylen mature, Hurts. confident player in Jalen Hurts, who is way more mature than Dwayne Haskins has shown himself to be. Yeah, thus far. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I, it's just exciting. I mean, it's exciting for me to think that that Tomlin could pull this off. Hmm. And if he can pull this off, we got a top ten pick for essentially the price of a steak and some potatoes. I could go for some steak and potatoes. Yeah, right for sure. But yeah, but but, but uh, this is this is this is this is potential good news for the Steelers. Really good news for the Steelers. Okay, you're not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. I because you know I, I I pay attention to the teams in you've my seen, division. You've seen Mason Rudolph play football, right? I well, I have, I have, but I've also seen Dwayne Haskins play. I, you know, I watched, I'm not sure which guy I would I pick out of those Giants, two. I, I, I watched, still probably take I mean, Haskins over, I, over Mason Rudolph. I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I'm not sure who I'd take between those two guys. I'm not sure. Did you see the season when Roethlisberger went Did down? You, have you seen Dwayne Haskins play? I mean, Mason Rudolph got benched for Duck Hodges. After Duck Hodges, I think it, Duck Hodges after is better. Duck I think Hodges Duck, already drove the train off a cliff. I think Duck Hodges is a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins has proven himself to be. Oh, we should have a side bet on this. I'll bet you a bottle of 18-year-old I can't scotch. afford any bets right now. <laughs> well, it's going to be a long time in the future. We're talking years in the future. I'll bet you a bottle of 18-year uh, Balvenie. They make an 18, right? Probably. I'll bet you an, 18 Bal- an, an 18-year-old Balvenie that Dwayne Haskins starts and has a, an above 500 season. Well, we have 17 games now. That he wins nine games or more. In his first, full we might have season, eighteen by the his time first full around. season with the Steelers under Mike Tomlin. Uh yeah, I'll, I'll take that bet only because you'll forget that we made this bet. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, I may forget that we made this bet, but I mean, it could, I mean, it's obviously like two or three years away. Yeah, it, uh, I, you you expect him to be a starter for the Steelers in the future? I do. Only because it's the Steelers. <laughs> We're not going to have a record that's bad enough to get a top pick. I mean, Roethlisberger we took, I think, at 24. You could have Nick Nick Mullins would have been a better option yeah, right but now. But, I mean, the Steelers are never bad enough to get these picks. Yeah, okay. And 
you know, they had Terry Bradshaw. They, be, they had Terry they might, with 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 Dwayne Haskins under center. They might be bad enough. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but they had they had Terry Bradshaw in the seventies and the early eighties, and then they had literally nobody. You know, Mike Tomzak, Neil O'Donnell, Slash. You know, Cordell Stewart, uh, Tommy Maddox, and Bubby Britt. I can go on and on and on. And then nobody mm-hmm. until they happened to stumble on Ben Roethlisberger in two thousand three, two thousand four. Well, I mean, it sounds like. Well, the Eagles. Yeah. And it, Jaws, so to, to think that they would, we would go through that again, yeah. I would rather be optimistic that we don't need to go through that again. We might have the guy right now. No, you don't. Not everybody can be Green Bay and you go don't. from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And, and actually, yeah. it, the same person, essentially, in terms of their uh, way that they deal with the with the team in their own uh, or, selfish selfish ways. Or from like Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Yeah, uh, well, exactly. For a first, you know. And then to Carson Wentz after that. Potentially, potentially, it could be good. Yeah. It could be a good thing for the Colts. It could. I mean, that's not a bad. Tr- you just had the one year with uh, with Brissett. Wait, actually, no. Manning, and I read then a to few, Andrew I, Luck, and then to Philip Rivers, and then to. Andrew I actually Luck. read a few articles, or you know, I, I read a few articles where Wait, you read a few articles, a few articles. Are you sure? <laughs> where you know, uh, Wentz isn't impressing right now with the Colts. He's, he's not. He's That's not, for Franny reading a few articles. He, he's not impressing them right now. Well, I, I heard the opposite. I heard he is impressing them. Right I, now. I, I, no. Well, what did they say? They Summarize s- your. Uh, it's it's uh, your research. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> you heard. What are you, Ian Rappaport? Now. <laughs> That's right. I heard from uh, from a few guys out in the league. Are you Jake Laser now? Uh, no, I know. Well, I'm, I'm in touch with some guys from the Colts. You actually work harder than Jake Laser and Ian Rappaport. For probably, sure. Probably. People just call them. They just call me. Hey, Here's this, what this I want is, you to this say. Is the news. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you if you if you go on the Pat McAfee podcast, I got no respect for you. I tried to listen to that podcast. I tried to watch it. I can't watch a guy in a tank top who works out, sorta, uh, just talk garbage for three hours. It's 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 insane to me that people watch that podcast or listen. To I, that podcast. I I don't listen to too too many podcasts. I thought it was good. I don't listen, to but our, it's it's well, pretty. I mean, I listen, to, I listen to our podcast. It's like he gets on there. He's like, you know, he's like, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about your buddy Aaron Rodgers? Oh, you mean we're going to talk about Aaron? Like, oh my, I like, like at least try to make this natural in some kind of way. You're like Jake Glazer's only on there to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. Uh, but your research is that they're just not, like us that they're not doing well. We we like to talk about Aaron Rodgers also. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't call into a podcast specifically so that I could get my story onto you know one. Of but the, I just I read that he just wasn't impressing. You know, he he was uh, he was not very accurate with football, and um, you know, he just didn't look like a starting quarterback. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I wish him all the best. I mean, I definitely do. But do you really? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I mean, I want I want Carson Wentz to do well. With the Colts, I just don't know if it's going to happen. I just think he has. Uh, how do you piss off Doug Peterson? Well, he's the- <laughs> like, how do you fight with Doug Peterson? I mean, that to me that that tells me as much as I need to know about Carson Wentz. Like, I mean, Doug Peterson. I mean, Andy Reid. Remember, showed up in the locker room for Doug Peterson when they won. He was already like he was there to you know. Unlike Bill Belichick, one of his proteges actually won a Super Bowl. And unlike Bill Parcells, one of his proteges actually won a Super Bowl. And you know. People seem to really enjoy their time with Doug Peterson, people that have known him in the past, people that have worked with him presently. And somehow Carson Wentz was able to develop a terrible relationship with with someone who, by all accounts, is a decent dude. We'll see what he does with Frank Reich. But you, I mean, if, if you get into an, I mean, okay, getting into an argument with Doug Peterson is one thing, but Frank Reich, if you get in, a, you know, in an argument with him and you just have a sour relationship with him, 
then you know you have some issues. Yeah, I'm not, that, I'm not saying that that that's what's going on, but I'm just saying like if 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 if, if you develop that type of relationship with Frank Reich, then there's something wrong with you because Frank Reich doesn't seem like that kind of a guy. That would but we'll see. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I know I don't think Frank Reich is that kind of a guy. No, but the relationship that he had with Carson Wentz that was so wonderful and and awesome and yeah. and led to so much success was during a season when there was a lot of success. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen if they struggle in Indianapolis, if they get off to a little bit of a rough start, if Carson Wentz gets banged up a little bit and the game plan doesn't get implemented the way he wants and, and there's a couple losses early in the season, you know, what's going to happen then? Is that relationship going to deteriorate because of Carson Wentz? Well, we'll see. It'll be fun to watch. Oh, I can't believe you're... you're... All right. I'm not defending him. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. We'll see what happens. He just, he left your franchise. He gave up. He threw in the towel. It, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Well, I'm not going to comment on that. Why not? I mean, you know, it's, he, he, it is what it is. He's looking at the fireball. The it's, it's, it is. He's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to comment on that. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that because I don't want to do another shot of that. I don't want to do any more fireball shots. All right, Franny. All right. Let's move on. Bam. All right. Almost finished, but not quite. For me, but also for me, uh, and also Aaron, for me, more, it's more about me. Uh, more Aaron Rodgers it's about, news. It's really just about me. Can you tell? It's me. A former NFL general manager suggested Wednesday that Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is not well-liked among those who have played with him and coached him over the years. According to Matt Lombardo of Fansided, the ex-anonymous NFL GM said, the guy's selfish. Teammates don't like him. Coaches don't like him. It's all about Aaron. They all deal with him because he's a superstar. He helps guys make money and put food on the table for their kids. And people respect him for that. But Rodgers, who has spent his entire 16-year NFL career with the Packers, has told some within the organization he no longer wants to play in Green Bay. And this week, he had the nerve to make light of his quiet characterizing his offseason as a quiet retreat where he can just, you know, sort of not have to worry about anything dramatic wearing a shirt that said i'm offended in his interview so what say you is aaron Rodgers going to s- turn into the next Le'Veon bell who ev- who goes out of the league with everybody realizing what a douchebag he really is hey you know what some of the greats in all sports have been douchebags not douchebags but name a been, few of those they've been dicks wanna... they've been the assholes they haven't been you know the favorite guy exactly? on the team I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of teammates that don't really love Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan. Six rings. He has six rings. He does. But I'm he didn't sure get him food of, on the table. He got him jewelry in the bookcase. A lot of teammates probably didn't like and him. Hardware in that bookcase. And his attitude. Same thing with Kobe Bryant. I the late, hate it when people push me to be the great. late great Kobe Bryant. I'm sure a lot How of many guys. Rings? Five. But I'm sure a lot of guys didn't love him. I mean, now they. I mean, they. They after. They finished their career. They probably respected him just like they respected Jordan. But in 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 you know while while you're you know in training or or while he's just you know pushing you, they don't realize that he's trying to do what's better for you and trying to create the best version of you that there is. But as a player, you don't really realize that. So maybe that's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a great quarterback. He is one of the. I mean, he is one of the greats. I mean, you, you got. I'm not going to dispute you, it. So you know, I I can see him having that same but sort is of there attitude. Some, is that team piece of his personality what's holding that team back? The I team, don't know. the 
the the winning piece. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a little. You remember how angry Michael Jordan got when they wanted to break that team? Up? I well, it, it wasn't just about Michael Jordan. It, it was like about was it was angry. about having the pieces around him. It seems that like he, he was thought. angry a lot. He was angry a lot, but he only, but he only wanted the but he best. wanted those pieces he around to him. win. Right. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers wants to win, and when you you know you you you, you push people beyond their comfort zone, you know they they you know they they just don't understand what he's trying to do exactly. I think that's where Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, he is arrogant. He is no. prideful, I'm sure. But, you know, that's that's sort of, you know, with the embodiment of a great player. All great players, all, I mean, every, every single one has that sort of, I don't know. Uh, Nobody wants to be around them? Well, sort of, yeah. I don't think that's true. They have that same sort of passion. I, I, I haven't heard it's that about inside, Steve it's, Young, it's like a fire, Peyton Manning. It's like a fire that's burning. I haven't burning. heard that about Ben Roethlisberger it's, or Tom Brady. Oh, well, Tom Brady. Okay, but Tom, nobody, nobody talks shit about but Tom Brady. But he's also, Tom Brady's arrogant as fuck himself. He's yeah, a he, very arrogant dude. Hard to argue with the results. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. And with two different coaches and with two different teams now. That's true. That's Aaron Rodgers can't even do it with one team. He won a Super Bowl. He did win a, a Super, Bowl Super Bowl when he's I was been to when I was multiple. when I was in my forties. He won he's a Super been Bowl. Yeah. To, <laughs> he's been to multiple <laughs> NFC Actually, when championship I was in my thirties, I think he won a Super Bowl. That's how long ago it was. He's been to multiple <laughs> NFC championship games. You know, it, it's it's it hasn't worked out. I mean, it's not the same as in basketball. It's difficult to win championships unless you're Tom Brady. But you know, I I just think because I. It is difficult a, to win championships. A Tom small, Brady just makes his the people around him better. A small part of me is like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> very, hopefully, it's a very small part. Yeah, I mean, there's, which is maybe the problem with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of arrogance. There's a little bit of pridefulness. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of. Well, that. Well, you're not prideful like he is. Not well. He's he's well. He's obviously an NFL. Wait, player. the Packers call him a complicated guy, and all of a sudden, you know, that's the worst thing in the world. But he can shout his he can shoot his mouth off for the last three months. Even during this, the the playoff press conference, he could talk shit about the Packers, but they make one comment about really him, talk- and all of a sudden, you, if you if you look at if you watch like, you know the the the, you know the television shows where, where it's all player oriented garbage, you know they're all like, how dare they? Now they're just pissing Aaron Rodgers off. I'm like he's been talking shit about the Packers for the last three months. What has he said though? What, what, what like what he made that he comment about you know oh I don't know what's going to happen after this year you so know, what? During, oh it's a beautiful mystery oh the team is but not yeah a, that's not talking the, shit they, they don't want to win they just want to it's all about culture it's not about people it's not about the people that are around like he's been talking shit for three months and, and they make the Mike Murphy makes one comment that he's complicated it's a little complicated and all of a sudden now we're supposed to defend it because how dare the employer say anything about the employee who has been talking shit to them for the last four months. I, I wouldn't say that's much too much shit talking, right? There. Uh, you know, well, because he, he does it in this really obnoxious, surreptitious, you know, veiled way of insulting people without because he because he he's too clever by half. He thinks he's smarter than he is. So whereas most players would just come out and say, "I'm not going to play for Andy Reid again," I, I, I thought he's like, "Well, it's just a complicated." I thought everything that Russell Wilson had said, you know, earlier on in the offseason. But at least it was, was straightforward. It wasn't a mystery to yeah. try to figure out what he was saying. Yeah, you know. Well, Aaron Rodgers is like, let me get out my Aaron Rodgers translator tool. Like, I think what, Google Google what, has one. What, now. what does he think that? What did, here he is being football smart. He thinks he's being actual real world smart, but he's actually just being football smart. He's not Jeopardy smart. So let's see what he actually said here. He's Jeopardy host. He's smart. He's, he's like dirty blue collar smart, but he thinks he's like Wall Street smart. 
No, he's not that. That's smart. his biggest problem. Is he thinks mm-hmm. he's actually because people care what he says. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like an actor talking about politics, right? People pay attention to what they say, even though they have no fucking idea what they're talking about because they're so used to having people around them. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh tell me more, Sean Penn. Tell me. Yeah, I, I mean, really want to hear be, what you he have to be, say. He Matthew should be more direct with his feelings and what he really wants, and he hasn't really done that. But he hasn't really talked shit. I want to say it's shit talking. He didn't show up to mandate. He's been talking shit, and he didn't show up to mandatory minicamp. Yeah, but he's 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 uh, or he's not going to show up. to He's mandatory been in the league camp. for so many years. I mean, what, why, why does he need to show up for minicamp? Like he doesn't know what because, the play calling because is because everybody be. fucking Aaron, Russell Wilson was there for non mandatory OTAs. Yeah, and then he shows because up on the podium, and be like, "Hey, we're still best friends." Because after like, he was talking you know shit about a- them and being direct with them, yeah, and all of a sudden he's the good guy. Like well, yeah, you saw you know, that, right? You saw yes, that yes. with Pete Carroll. Oh, we're still best friends. Fuck you. You'd be best <laughs> well, friends now. All that. of a sudden, but you do bring it together, like Tom Brady. You lead by example. Yeah. Right. Well, you, you, you. What do they call it? You, you know, you model the behavior that you want to see in your employees. Yeah. If the boss doesn't show up until ten o'clock, but he wants you to be there at eight o'clock, and then the boss leaves at four, how much? How well work? that boss is going to make that guy look ten times better than he would anywhere else in the league. Well, that's true. But Tom Brady was there for OTAs. Eh, well, Tom Brady's breaking into Gronk's house during I'm COVID sure, protocol. I'm, I'm sure Tom Brady's going to be like, yeah, I'm sure Tom Brady shows up, but he's probably just sitting on the sideline. Do you remember that was like, was it last year when Tom Brady like went into the allegedly into the wrong house because he was trying to, yeah. he was trying to talk, you know, get, get a head start on talking about the playbook with somebody <laughs> because he was already working. Yeah. He no, was hey, I, I, res- working. I respect his work ethic. I, re- I respect. And Aaron Rodgers like, I'll just, Tom sh- I'll just show up in September. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm I'm it's going to be excellent in September. No yeah. matter what. Because he's a, he's you a can't you can't ask me like these things about Aaron Rodgers. Like you know ben, how he's I like feel. Ben Roethlisberger. He you doesn't want to do about the work. He doesn't want to do the kind of work that you have to do to be a Tom Brady yeah. or a Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, I'll be fully I mean, he has the same admit that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't want to do it either. <sighs> he doesn't want to do that extra work. Like even this week, Matt, Matt Canada said, "We're going to have to conform our playbook to to what Ben likes to do." Because Ben's not Tom. Tom Brady had to learn Bruce Arians playbook when he got to Tampa and it, he didn't have a choice about that mm-hmm. and I think that, that Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers share that same piece of their personality I agree with that and Tom Brady doesn't no no I mean well, well Tom Brady is also on the same level as you know some of those Don't make me stuff. say nice things about Tom Brady well I, I think everybody has to know you, you know no, no matter how you feel about the guy what he's accomplished in the league you can't really say anything negative about the guy that's true. And do you do you think the hate has dissipated for Tom Brady now that he's yeah, not no, in New yeah. England with Belichick I, I think anymore? So. I think so. I think so. It's I, almost I think, like he went from being the most hated person to being the most loved person, like in a, over the course of one year. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I think so only because he's. I mean, well, look, he, he was in the AFC when it won six championships, and then he comes to the NFC, and he's not as abrasive as he was back then. Like his personality sort of changed, more more playful now. I mean, you never saw the guy drunk. You know, at the parades that they had yeah, tossing in, in, the, in Boston, the, the, tossing and, and just, the trophy. Little, I think he's just he's more relaxed now. I think he was like I don't know. He had like a a stick up his ass in Boston, whereas now he's more relatable. He's like you know he's like he's one of the guys, but he's like he's one of the great guys. He's like yeah. one of those greats, yeah. but he's like you know he's he's beyond you know wanting to be the best because he already knows he is the best, and now he's he's just having fun with the whole thing. And I think a lot of people now are looking at it and be like, okay, so this guy is not a robot. He's like an actual human being that can have fun. So I think you know a lot, a lot of people, you know their their mindset and their you know the way they think about Tom Brady has changed. 
Yeah, and it's amazing how much it's changed just yeah. over the course of a, yeah. of a pretty short period of time. And I mean, what he accomplished was was pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, just, it was, he had a great titles. team, but you know. Well, I mean, he I mean, he could go off and play in Denver, like everybody else <laughs> like wants everybody to for some else reason. Wants to. All right, Franny. I think we've uh, belabored the poor. Yeah, I, I think we talked about poor, poor Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will appear on the agenda next week, also for the NFL yeah, probably yeah, every yeah. week until, until he the, retires. The start of the season until he retires. <laughs> until I hope not. We're gonna have to have like Aaron Rodgers shots every like just just punishment shots for talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, but you'll never say anything negative about him. Yeah, no, I I don't. No. Ah. He's kind of a douche. He is a kind of a douche, but you know. Should that, should, should that warn a shot right now? Should yeah, we start right let, now? Let's do should it. We just, yeah, like, we were, start we were, right now? He's a little bit of a douche. We were I mean, going to do, we do the free agents. We can, I, I, I mean, it doesn't, it's June. It doesn't matter if we talk yeah, about free. We, we can, can do free agents yeah, next yeah, week. We can talk about that next week. Uh, we're 56 minutes in. I can't believe it's already 56 Because we got the feel-good story and the stat of the week. Uh, where's your shot glass bench? Small little. Yeah, you know. let's do a little small. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. If you say anything overly positive. If you say anything overly. With me the memory. If you say anything overly positive about him, or if I say, say anything negative, but he's a little bit of a douche, but you know, Cooley he's still for one of the best here. quarterbacks that let's I've do, ever seen. Let's All do right? a little boys to men for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, let's do it. All right. It's so hard uh, to, to take, take a shot in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're way better <laughs> with the high pitch. I'm like that. I'm Are like you the, saying I'm not a baritone? No, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely I'm, not a baritone. I'm the baritone for the uh, the boys to men. Oh, for sure. The guy that was talking in the background. She doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she doesn't deserve you. <laughs> and I'm just the guy that comes in to sing the high, high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like the guy on the right and the left. You're doing the high, <laughs> and then there's an actual <laughs> real singer in between us. You could find a better woman than that. <laughs> in Green Bay. No, no. So you can't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't even try. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right, folks. Thank you all. Thank to you our... all so very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming uh-huh. to Disneyland. Uh-huh. <laughs> new listeners. Thank you to our new listeners, as well as our longtime and loyal listeners. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzsprout.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Friday, how many stars? Five stars, Ben. Please hit that five-star review on CastBox, on Cat Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Please give us a five-star review. Tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one Well, Ben doesn't tell any person. coworkers, so. No, not coworkers. But I do. I mean, I tell multiple coworkers. I tell. I tell people. I people tell are people. surprised. We're like, oh, you have a podcast? Yeah. Well, well you met what's I his mentioned name's it. brother and your cousin, and you're like, ah, I don't want to tell him about the podcast. He's only. <laughs> he's only. But I did. I did. And and he's like, you didn't do a good job marketing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not interested in football. Uh yeah, that's true. Uh, check us out on Pandora, Audible. And Amazon Music, as well as all the podcatchers in the universe. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our feel good story. All right, hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our Euro 2020 inspired feel good story. Hold tight. All right, and we are back 
with the feel good story. I love that bumper, Ben. Oh, of course. And this week, in honor of the European Championships and Croatia being in the European Championships, although this particular player is not playing in the European Championship for the Croatia national team this time around. Or ever again. Or ever again. (laughs) Uh, Although Modric retired from the national team. Is still there. I see that. Uh, although it's hard to tell that he's actually uh, still playing from watching the game. But, Modric? Yeah. He's, he's the best player. He is their best player. He is <laughs> Unfortunately, their... <laughs> at 35 years old, their... even though they're younger guys that should be playing better. Yeah, that's true. They like the team, or the the, uh, the announcers like the team. They just don't understand why they're not performing Perform. as well. But in honor of the European Championship, we figured we would give you a feel-good story in that vein. And what I should do here is point to Frane to actually pronounce the name of the feel-good story of the week. No, I want to hear you say I'm it. Gonna, I want to hear you say it. I'm going to give it a shot. Go, because you've been saying this name for so many years, and, and I you still cannot can't say get it. it right. My all-time favorite Croatian national team player, at least in the 12 years since I've known. It's been uh, only that long? Tw- 13 like- years? Like, I no, know. I met Sonny in 2008, so that's 10, 12. Yeah, 13 years. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. Seems, like, seems like it should be long. It <laughs> seems like feels longer. Seems uh, like I've known you for a lifetime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, that's the kind of impression that we've made on each other. We feel like it's been 20 years. Uh, but Mario Mandzukic. <laughs> Is that close? Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah Mario Mandzukic. 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 Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's actually pretty good. Mario Mandzukic. Mandzukic, yeah. All right. He played, or he did play, uh, for Milan. So AC Milan forward. And Juventus. And Juventus. And Bayern Munich. And Bayern Munich. And Dinamo Zagreb. Uh, and what's the, what's the last one? <laughs> Dinamo Zagreb. That's where he sort of started his... Dinamo Zagreb, one of my all-time favorite cities in the world. Mario Mandzukic. Is that close? <laughs> yeah, it's close. Mandzukic. Has donated his March salary, his past March salary, to charity because he was injured for the entire month. Uh, Manjukic has played in 158 minutes for Milan since joining in January. The 34-year-old. He was was supposed to replace Ibrahimovic, but that didn't work out quite well. Yeah. Even though Ibrahimovic is also older. Older player? He's an older player, yeah. Yeah, the 34-year-old Croatian missed all of March with a muscle injury. Milan president Paolo Scaroni said the money would go to Fondazione Milan, the club's charity that helps Fondazione. Young, that helps youngsters, that helps them get involved in the family business. <laughs> it's an exceptional gesture which demonstrates the ethics and professional professionalism of Mario Mandzukic and his respect for Milan. Sarconi said, or Scarconi said on this past Friday, the club will thus have the opportunity to further support the Fendizioni Milan for projects in favor of young people in conditions of socioeconomic and educational fragility in which which sport is a tool for social inclusion. Croatian, the Croatian striker confirmed Monday, and this is some sad news for European soccer fans, that he was leaving AC Milan at the end of his six-month contract. The 34-year-old former Juventus and Bayern Munich player joined the club last January as a cover. Oh, look at Friday knowing all this shit. Yeah. For Zlatan, I'm not even. I do kidding. follow soccer. It, it, well, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I mean, he played. For, he played for the Galaxy for a little bit, Ben. Uh, well, I, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> he's no. a Swedish international. That's, that's like watching Double A. He's a Swedish international, similar to Pulisic. 
Pulisic, who also is has a Croatian background, but he played his international football outside of as, the Croatian national team okay. because his parents were they they went to Sweden and he played there. He, yeah, he played for them. Oh well, I don't blame him. But he made just eleven appearances eleven appearances because of muscular problems and scored no goals. Mario Mandzukic confirmed in May that he was leaving AC Milan at the end of his sixth month contract. Very sad news. I was personally looking forward to him well, playing. You love this guy. I love this motherfucker. <laughs> he played all out. He gave yeah. he gave all that he was physically able mm-hmm. to give in mm-hmm. that 2018 World Cup and then some. He did. He gave everything that he could give and he didn't have every ounce of effort yeah. that you could give. He gave last bit of sweat on your forehead. I mean, he couldn't sweat anymore. Yeah. That's how much he sweat. He just he really impressed me. I know he wasn't as talented as Modric and the blonde-haired guy who <laughs> I can never remember his name. R, I want to say his name because of an R. Rakitic. Yeah. Those two guys were the stars on the team. But in terms of heart and and effort. And, and effort, I you know he made some really critical saves in the box, some amazing plays. Well, I mean, he's he's, he's he scored the winning goal against England, to take him to the finals, and he just he just the world he just Cup. really impressed me both with his play, his attitude, the way he carried himself, and the effort that he put into each and every game, even when he was obviously injured and obviously a little bit older than some of his competition. Even at that time, he was what thirty one years old. Yeah. So, I mean, I just really, really was impressed with this guy. And uh, that's the kind of player, I mean, everybody can like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Marshawn Lynch or, you know, Joe Montana. But the, the but the the guys that have to work harder to obtain or attain the same level of success, this guy always impressed me. And that yeah. he, I was the saddest for him that they yeah. didn't win. I mean, it's funny because, like, you, you like, out of all the players on that team, all, all the, you know, all the stars that they had on the team, all the stars that, you know, that Croatia had on that team, they, well, they still have some really good players. But you know, and you, some good you, young players. You, now. you gravitated, nah, whatever. You gravitated, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Not up to my, yeah, not yeah. up to my standards. You, you you gravitated towards him, and 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 he is a hardworking guy that gave one hundred and ten percent. You know, he's also a great dude as well. He was never one of my favorite players for the Croatian national team until the two thousand and eighteen World Cup because he had that potential. Uh, but he just it never showed for the national team until you know, a little bit later. In his career and into his thirties, late late twenties, early thirties is when it really showed. Um, but you know, you know, great, you know, to have him on the podcast as you know as our feel good story, um, you know, because of the Euros and you know everything that's going on right now. Uh, but no, he's 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 a fucking good guy. I mean, he's, he's a really cool guy. I'm sure you know he could. He's a very approachable guy. I'm sure if you saw him on the street anywhere in Croatia, he would you know he would talk to you and and you know even all the success that he's had. Well, maybe playing, not me. For, yeah. No, he would. I'm sure <laughs> for you he would. Uh, but you know, playing for you know Juventus and Bayern Munich and and all these large clubs in Europe, and he's still a humble dude and you know what, what i respect so much is the 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 effort that he gave every single game you know game in game out and and the pride that he showed wearing the red and white checkers yeah i mean i just yeah, i just gravitated towards him through that entire yeah and even though you don't know, you don't know how to say his name but you know it's <laughs> it's a not an easy name just come super mario. mario but i mean the name is i mean most croatian names i can i can i can get it like i can i can first names especially like you know hervoyer and like names with four consonants together i can get them but this particular name, for some reason, Mandzukic. It, 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 it's this is a tough one for me, and I don't know why it's a tough one for me because I've said it a million times or tried to say it a million times. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I actually texted Friday earlier this week, and I and I told him I was sad that that 
yeah. Mario Mandzukic was leaving. <laughs> like, was that close? Yeah, yeah close. Mario Man- Mandzukic. Mandzukic. Mandzukic yeah. was leaving AC Milan, and Franny was like, Bleh! like he like completely didn't have any idea how I would even know that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I almost forgot that he was even playing for the team because it was, you know, for a short period of time. But definitely, I do remember. He's happy to get the fuck I out do of remember, Milan. He wants to go to a place with some more culture. No, I, I do remember his time with Juventus because Juventus is the club team that I root for. In you know, out of all the European teams, I root for Juventus, and he did play there for about six seasons or so. Uh, so, you know, I definitely do remember his time there and, you know, he, he, was, he was fairly, fairly yeah. successful over there. You know why he's leaving? Uh, he's, he's, uh, always old. I mean, that's, you know, he, well, he's, he's going to get another contract somewhere probably. Yeah, I mean, I think he, before he moved to AC Milan, I think he was playing in either the Russian league or the Turkish league. I can't remember exactly. And they called him over to AC Milan to sort of take the place that uh that Ibrahimovic was playing which is you know the ball striker um and you know it's it's really hard to to replace that type of a player too i mean Ibrahimovic is also an older player also around 34 35 36 years old um so i mean he didn't really uh you know do a a stellar job in replacing you know Ibrahimovic but that's why he's moving on but he's already older i mean he's older he's, and when you give 110% on the field every single game you, your body breaks down. His body has broken down. Uh, but, you know, great guy, great career, and I'm glad he's on the podcast. Yeah, That's for a sure. feel-good story. Yeah, that level of play, that effort, in the, what I saw in that 2018 World Cup is not what I saw in for the AC game. Milan? <laughs> in the game for the Croatia team against... Because I know how much you it, follow it, AC it, Milan, man. In this, in this European <laughs> Championship. That, I didn't see it in the last match that I watched this past Friday. Well, he wasn't there. Well, no, yeah, I mean, no, but just the players, generally, the, the players effort, in general, yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 the effort was just like, not the same. Like, Bocic was like, why am I down here? Yeah, well, he's he, like, why am I defending this shit yeah, down here? Yeah, he's, he's running, like, you know, <laughs> box to box, and, and you know, he's he's 35 years old. He can, you know, he's played a long season with Real Madrid. And like, shouldn't somebody else be down yeah, here? Yeah, come on, guys. Pick so, it up. Pick up the uh, play. And I just wonder why that is. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I. You know, some of these older guys just have a little bit more more pride when you wear that national that national team jersey, and I, I, everybody should. No matter what country you play for, you should always have pride playing for your country. But some of these younger guys just are not on the same level. Even if you look at some of the older guys on the team, they're still out there. They're still running around, you know, giving it their all, even though they barely can. But you know, it's it's I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, and 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 why these younger guys aren't on that same level of you know that 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 pridefulness that just you just have pride i mean when you put on a jersey whether it's the croatian or french or german or or dutch or american or whatever when you're called up to play for your country there's not too many guys out there uh i mean mean, well croatia has a very large population but i'm saying like you know france germany i mean those are you know 50 60 million people you know america 350 million people like when you're wearing that jersey that represents the country that you're playing for take a little bit of pride in it yeah because we're, we're i mean you i mean we're gonna win the uh, the north america championship right uh i'm not sure <laughs> is there a north american championship well they have the gold cup which is the north and central american you know countries uh, oh there you go i was wondering about that i was yeah, wondering not, if it's sure. just south america if everything no from south s- america is the copa america that's, but that's basically central american like honduras nicaragua el salvador do they play in something else Costa Rica, yeah, I mean that's that's basically the the Gold Cup. That's okay. that's um, the Concacaf. That's basically that you know conference. I'm not sure is it a conference. Um, is that with us? That, that's with the U.S. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's that's kind of where they play. And when is that? I'm not sure when the Gold Cup is actually. I, you know, uh, maybe it's next year. I'm not sure exactly when the, okay. when the Gold Cup is. But well, you the know. U.S. should be. I mean, do we have we won the? I think uh, the, actually, the, the I US think we won, won. I think what's his name won the Gold Cup. 
who's no no they 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 won Pul- like Pul- they, they won they won like the they won the Concacaf like uh, I don't know it's 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 some new tournament that they sort of made up so that there's more money going yeah because yeah, during the interview with Pul- what's his name Pulisic Pulisic they mentioned USA winning a winning a uh, championship and I was like what could that possibly be. Yeah, like, I mean, that was that a crazy. Have, that what was could a that crazy have been game. where the USA won a, champ, was a, a soccer championship? That was, was a it crazy between game. Between US and Canada, like, USA and Mexico. It's US and Mexico. Oh, US and Mexico. But that was a crazy game. Uh, you know, if you watch the, re- I mean, I I'm, I'm sure you could probably pull it up on ESPN and watch like a, you know, a replay of that game. But that, that was that was a pretty. Ama- it was a fun game to watch. Okay. Yeah, I just I don't know if I'll ever go to another soccer match in person <laughs> uh, because. They seem to get overly violent even during a friendly match. That means nothing at all. So, you know, being in a soccer, you have to be careful what you wear to a soccer match, uh, even in the United States for some strange reason. Uh, but, you know, don't take your children. That would be my advice. If you have a child under 16, do not take them to a soccer match between countries. Uh, funny. Anything else to add about Mario? No, but I'm glad he's on the feel good story, Ben. For sure. Sorry for AC Milan. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our stat of the week. All right. We're trying to make it a quick one this week. Uh, we are going to rank just, I mean, uh, usually we go through all 32. Uh, this time we're only going to go through the top eight because I feel like these top 32s that we go through get a little bit yeah. long and all bit. the people at the bottom are pretty much garbage. Yeah, we know who they are. Uh, but we're going to oh, we're gonna go through the top Eagles. eight from uh, this is from Pro Football Focus. We're going to go through the top eight offensive play callers in the league. All right. And I want to hear what you say, especially when we get well, to number one. Number one is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. No. I hope that. No, I hope I, it's, it's, even I won't won't <laughs> pretend that that what's his name again? I can't even remember his name. Mike McCarthy yeah, Mike is McCarthy. number one. I won't even pretend that that's the case. Uh, but coming in at number eight or number six, sorry. we're going to go through the top six. Uh, Byron Leftwich okay. of the Tampa I, I Bay Buccaneers. I agree with that. I, I know, think I that think, might be too I low. Byron, I think Byron Leftwich, yeah, exactly. And I think Byron Leftwich will find a, a head coaching job in this league. Yeah, I mean, I thought his offensive play calling from top to bottom, also especially in the playoffs last year, in conjunction with Bruce Arians, was mm-hmm. was mind-blowingly good. Uh, number five, Joe Brady from the Carolina Panthers. He actually he actually did a decent job with, you know, with the players. With what he had. Had, with, exactly, with what he had on the field. Uh, you know, losing Christian McCaffrey, I think it was like, early. The, was it the fifth game of yeah, the season? Pretty he early, lost yeah. it pretty early. And to, you know, do what they did, obviously, you know, they, you know, they didn't, their, their record wasn't that great, but you know, with what they had on the field, um, he, he did a pretty decent job. Yeah. And this year he's got a revitalized Sam Darnold uh, coming in at is num- he really, <laughs> yeah. Well, allegedly, allegedly everybody's really, you know, he's dialed in. Yeah, everybody has. And people are loving I the Sam hilarious. Darnold. That, I mean, you can't judge anyone on what they do with the Jets. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's just not fair. That's true. It's not fair. Like, if you're with the Jets, you just have to take the, the you know, the dry erase just marker, erase dry eraser. The, erase it from the history books, you know, altogether. You never played for the Jets. Yeah. That's Le'Veon how you, Bell never played for the Jets. That's how you know that Le'Veon Bell sucks at football. Because he played for the Steelers and he was good. We just erased the Jet time. Yeah. He had an opportunity with the Jets, and, with, the, with the Chiefs, and, and he same. sucked balls. So now we know Le'Veon Bell is no good. Uh, number oh, four. Is that a shot? Is oh, that a shot? That probably is, is a that shot. a shot, yeah, Ben? That is Where's a shot. your shot glass? Well, you have to do one with me. A little one. I'm going to do a tiny one. I'm going to do a tiny one. 
him? Yeah. No, you got to do one also for Mario. Essentially, probably retiring. Uh, the all-time best in terms of effort and heart and soul for the Croatian national team. I still team think that goes to Modric. In the, 21st, in the 21st goes, century. I still think that goes to Modric. In the 21st century. All right, here here you are. This I'll, I'll take a shot for uh, for Super Mario. But Modric, he just, his, 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 uh, his face is very uh, <laughs> interesting looking face. But I see him like, how are you this good? He doesn't like, look. You look like, like you should, should be on be the good... Muppet Show. Like, yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure his wife is hot. Oh, I, I have no doubt. His wife. He makes tons of money. But I'm sure his wife is hot. Doesn't matter. Like, if you're an ugly footballer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not saying he's ugly. He's, I'm sure he's beautiful in so many other ways. <laughs> he's not an attractive man. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, Whereas Mario Mandzukic is is in fact an attractive yeah. man. I mean, you know, Croats are pretty attractive. <laughs> well, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you married a Croat. There must be of some Of course. Insight. You know, they're attractive and they can plow the field for you. I plow. <laughs> I plow the field. I also fish. I will not eat that. It is not natural. <laughs> I eat bread and fish, and that is all. You need a new field of cabbage. <laughs> cabbage, I know. But the cabbage good, though, with the vinegar yeah, and the salt and pepper. Good, man. It's actually good, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Sauerkraut's good. Sauerkraut is good. Number four. Sorry if I insulted the Croatian women out there. You can't insult Croatia. You hang out with Croatians like all the time. You can't insult Croatians. Well, it's nothing, nothing like any of the you're, other you're, Croatian women that I know you're, in you're, any way. You're, 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 Sonia you're doesn't like fish. She doesn't like any of the stuff. You're an they, adopted Croatian. When true. I go to Croatia, people like you more than they like me. Well, but that, that's for like other. why can't you be more than like more like Ben? <laughs> that's, like that's what? For, the? That's for other. That's what I was saying. I was telling Sonia like, well, if I go to Croatia, I can hang out with Franny's cousin. <laughs> yeah. Well, he goes to bed around midnight, not like two in the morning. So. No, I don't know about that. You <laughs> hang out long enough. Uh, but number four, John Gruden. I don't know about that. That seems I don't crazy know about that. hot. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't agree. He should be like in the bottom third. Yeah. The only explanation for this would be he's at just as bad at drafting players as he is good at calling plays. Yeah. Because you know, I, I just don't see John Gruden being this high. It says it actually says this one is tough to explain since Gruden is very much part of the grocery shopping for a team. If it's tough to explain, why is he on the vegetables. list? Like if it says it on the actual ranking right there, why are you even having like if it's it doesn't make any sense? Yeah, but he was seventeenth uh, ranked pass blocking unit, twenty sixth ranked run blocking unit, eighteenth ranked running game by. PFF. How was that good? I mean, how was that? But for? apparently, because he still had success, notwithstanding his inability to draft a competent player. Yeah, he's stu- that's stupid. Coming Not he's stupid. It's number just, three, stupid Mike rank. McCarthy. No, number three, Andy Reid. Okay, I agree with that. I mean, he, he could be number two or number one. I mean, you I know, still th- think Leftwood should be ahead of John Gruden. Yeah, and oh, probably definitely. ahead of Joe Joe Brady. Definitely. Yeah, of course. But Reid, the ability to coach a team, develop relationships with his players, and call the offensive and plays, especially that developing relationships with his players. I mean, he, he well, not is, Le'Veon Bell, of course. I mean, he's he's an old guy, you know. If for older, but he's chill, man. He's remember him during the draft with his shorts and his Hawaiian yeah, shirt. Yeah, I know, I know, hanging I know out that. in his sun porch. That, but I mean, just, just like <laughs> he he doesn't look like the guy that would create great relationship. I mean, you know, he's, he's just uh, he just doesn't look like that kind of guy. You know, he looks like a walrus. Yeah, and walruses don't look like they create good relationship with good relationships with their players. He's like a good guy. Just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would create good relationships. But with apparently he has. And he's one of the... And he is. No, he does. Well, he's definitely one of the bravest offensive players. I won't forget. Yes. Chad Henney. Yes. On a yes. fourth and one, throwing yeah. the ball. Uh, Nobody does that. You know, 
Matt LaFleur exactly. is not going to do that. Nope. He didn't do it with his with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the game on fourth down. Yeah, they had a, there was actually defense. a video, like a video, some kind of meeting or something where they had Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And See, had, that's why Aaron Rodgers wants to leave. Can you blame And, and they asked Tom Brady something. Aaron He's Rogers. like, well, I wish we would have went more on fourth down. What do you think, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, right? I mean, if you wonder why Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled, because that, that is why, right? And, there. I'm, gr- and I'm disgruntled because why aren't you going to go, you know, call a timeout, go over to the sideline and scream at your head coach like yeah. Tom Brady would? And say, Philly, just like, oh, and gonna, say Philly Philly. I'm just going to go sit down. I'm going to go uh, uh, whatever whatever Matt wants to do. I'm you know I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 not really a part of the team. Uh, I'm not I'm not in charge out here. I'm, I'm just I'm just another guy who makes forty million dollars a year. <laughs> Coming in at number two, Brian Dayball. Okay, for the Buffalo I, Bills. You know that he, actually I'm, I've been very impressed with the Buffalo Bills. This is their opportunity. This yeah. year, especially still, with I, the draft I, picks and the signings that they've made. Yeah, I still, I still think, like you said, By- Byron Leftwich and Andy Reid should probably still be, be above Brian Dabble. And what do you think, number one? Don't tell me it's the Cowboys. Don't. Who do you think number one is? Who do you think number one? It's not, but it's, it's actually in many ways worse. Uh, <laughs> what is the? What do you? Th- who do you think's number one? Is it Washington? I don't know who the heck. I don't know who the OC is in Washington. I don't know who, who is it, Ben. Who is it? Well, who, take a guess. I have no idea. I seriously have no idea. Oh, Matt Lafleur, my God, of the Green Bay I, I, I didn't Packers. think he was on this list at all in the top eight, and there he is at number one. Yeah, well, that he should. He does the not. most efficient teams in, turn, in in terms of turning cap dollars into wins above replacement in the passing game in 2020, and they did so without much in the way of productivity from secondary wide receivers. Mm. Number one, nope, for the guy who's a coward. Yeah, a shyster. I don't even know what a shyster mm. is. Uh, but that was multiple shots so far on the podcast. But I, I mean, doesn't actually making good decisions in the moment in important games matter to any of these ratings? Yeah, no. I mean, I Andy Reid having numbers. Chad Henney throw the ball on fourth and mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. in a playoff game. Yep, yep. And, Matt yeah, LaFleur couldn't even have Aaron Rodgers throw the on ball the goal line. on fourth down from the nine yard was like, line, was it the nine or was it a little bit closer to the nine? Eight yard, eight or seven I, I yard. I think line? it might be like, was it fourth and three or like, no, or, it was, or was it, it like was eight, seven or eight yards? Fourth and goal from the three. It was. It was, uh, it was further out. Whatever it was, even if it's seven yards out, I mean, you still have to run out the best quarterback in the league. It was MVP. Wasn't he the MVP yeah, this he year? Was. He was. And you don't trust the MVP of the league? Well, he did have three attempts before that. It doesn't matter. You give him one Although more. Although he did throw him all to Devontae Adams, of course. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm sure he would have thrown it on fourth down. But, but that's what makes Andy Reid so special, right? You know, it's not basketball right? where Kevin Durant could just make like tonight. Nah, I mean, they not, did lose. Tonight he made it some, some they did spectacular lose the game. shots. Yeah, they did lose the game, but he can make a play from anywhere on the court. And how do you feel about that, that Ben? I, I mean, I, I I was I I was embarrassed for the rest of the players on the on the on the on the court uh-huh. that that Kevin Durant was the only the one of the oldest players on the court but the only player that was playing physical except for the guy whose name I can't recall from the Bucks who was their primary defender on Durant I can't remember his name but he was playing physical but Kevin Durant was far and away the most physical Tucker. player was it Tucker oh Tucker far and away the most physical player in that game and that should not be the case I mean he's an older player he should not be, you know, doing well, this. He's older, but I mean, you know, he's, he's not that old. But I mean, there was no physicality in the game. But Durant, 
you know, didn't deserve to lose that game. He did. Well, he lost again, but he played as you good were, as you, you can were, play. You were rooting against that them. was yeah, that New was York Stephon fan. Curry you were, you were rooting against them. That was Stephen Curry. That was Michael Jordan type of performance. He, he I mean, to tie the game at the buzzer. And, you know, last game he also had about forty nine points. It was just he, and, he and played a couple of weeks ago. He just, I, he, just I paired him, you, he just paired himself up with a bunch of. I remember of, you poo pooing. Yeah, Kevin I shouldn't Durant. be pooing Kevin couple Durant. Of, I should be pooing weeks ago. I should be while well, speaking highly of Kevin Durant and the skill that he has for a six eleven guy to do what he does. And you're like, yeah, he's okay. I, I shouldn't be. Great. I should be poo pooing James Harden. And uh, I you guess James Harden apparently does. Kyrie Irving is on strike because he can't play with a strained <laughs> with a sprained ankle five days after he sprained it. Uh, Ice that shit. Even though the bench played like 20 minutes combined <laughs> in the entire game, it wasn't like they needed Kyrie Irving. You know, to 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 not you know to to not suit up because they needed that that player off the bench. Mm-hmm. They didn't play the bench, mm-hmm. but to sit there on the bench after spraining your ankle in game four, you're oh, in geez. game. I've se- I've sprained my ankle, it, and I know like after a few days, you're okay after that. But to not even suit up in case they needed him, yeah, just I know. In the moment to just sit the game out, yeah. They didn't have to play him. No, they don't play the bench at all. You know, especially in Brooklyn. I mean, this is this is the big three. There's there, there's really no one else on. I think I think in the fourth quarter, there were like eighteen or nineteen minutes from the bench combined mm-hmm. in the game. So it yeah. wasn't like they he needed to sit because they they had to have an active player on the bench. But to just sit out like that, I mean, I feel bad for Durant because he paired himself up with. I mean, Harden played hard. He played most of the minutes tonight. Uh, but but if you're gonna hook, you know, if you're gonna hit your wagon to to Kyrie Irving, this is the result. And I just thought he played amazing. I mean, I, I you couldn't have gotten any more out of a player than you got out of Kevin Durant tonight. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm, they still I'm, lose. I'm surprised they're saying nice things about Kevin Durant. Well, I mean, uh, he's usually playing against the team that I'm rooting for, <laughs> and he's a very frustrating playing player to watch. I think I've was not. Well, How is he frustrating? He's frustrating because he's always playing against the team that I <laughs> okay, want that, to win. That might be frustrating, but his it was like four years ago level. when he was with Golden State. I can't remember who he was, who they were playing in the playoffs, but he just Cleveland? crushed. Oh no, Cleveland they didn't crush. They lost whoever they beat, and it was a like game six or game seven, and he just he just took over the game in the fourth quarter and, and ended the Cleveland. series. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I, I can't, I can't. This is not. He's 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 an amazing talent. I I'm not going to argue with that yeah. after, especially after tonight at his age. He's not old, but he's yeah, older. But he's he's, he's got to be 32, 33. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's not going to have too many chances like this, you know, with the same level of play where his body's able to keep up with what he wants to do. You know, your mind wants to do something, but your body is not able to. But it was he was still the most physical player on the court tonight. Uh, and that's pretty yeah. pathetic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just a bunch of seven, you know, seven-footers shooting up threes mm-hmm. for the entire first half. I've just never seen anything like it. Like, Blake Griffin threw up three... Three pointers in the first half. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. That should not happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it's good for the Bucks that that happened, <laughs> but it just should. It should not. There should have been more physical play. The Bucks had an opportunity in the paint, especially early in that game, to dominate in the paint and take that game and put it a little further out of reach. But they continued to just chuck up threes. Yeah. All right, Friday. That's it for the. What? Anything else to add about the NBA playoffs? Uh, no. Except I was rooting against the Clippers. Well, yeah, how do you root yeah, against as, the Clippers? As, as, well, how do you as, root as against a, the Clippers? As a Lakers fan, it's one thing to root against Harden. No, and now, and, now you have to like those those like those Clippers fans that you never hear from. Yeah, but how do you root like, against the? They're 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 completely hapless. How do yeah, you? And they will against, be against the Suns. They will be. I mean, you know, 
No, I mean, I, even, I, I respect, even the Nets have had some I respect, success. I, I completely respect what the, I'm not sure if you watched that game last night with the Clippers, but with no, the I Clippers, actually, well, I saw the score and it was it, that they were going to win. I mean, I mean I, earlier in the game, yeah, yeah but the I mean, score. the Clippers were without Kawhi uh, Leonard the last couple of games. They won in Utah. They come back. They're down 25 points and they come back and win. You know, last night. That was How do you impressive. not respect that? That was pretty impressive. No, I, I I respect the fact that they won and and you know the the effort that they put in to to come back from twenty five down and win the game, but I don't want to see them go to the final. But why? <laughs> I don't like the Clippers. I don't care for the Clippers. I mean, like but, but, you know, but, but, it's like it's, team... it's like it's like not liking Latvia. Like I, I know it's a country and <laughs> I, I'm sure that wrong. they're wonderful people. And I have, but it's not like they had yeah, invaded, I, they invaded I, I just, anybody I you know, or they I, like, I don't, they didn't start us and get us involved in a I, world I, war or anything. I, I, I just don't, I, you know, I, I, since they're a better team now, you know, being a Lakers fan, I hate I, the Kansas city Royals. <laughs> they're terrible. I hate those Royals. No, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, it's, it's like, uh, the, the Lakers and the Clippers, there was, Gosh, darn, um, there USA was never, soccer team, they're terrible. There was never like a rivalry. And I, mean, I can't really say it's a rivalry right now. Between the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, now really? it's more so, but I mean, it's like, you it's know, like the Yankees and the and, Mets. And any, anytime, Even anytime, I root for the Mets. Anytime a Clippers fan opens their mouth and, and says anything about the Clippers, I'm like, you know, 17. 17 championships, motherfucker. Like, that's, well, that's, yeah, but it's almost like, you know, it's like, like a, you have nothing to say. The Clipper just, fan know, is the person. Quiet, be quiet. Don't say anything. Just be happy with what your team has accomplished so far. Your first time in the Western Conference Finals. Congratulations. The Lakers have done it like 34 or 35 times. Well, a Clipper fan essentially is the person that has to, that buys a standard shift car, you know, like a stick. It has to push it down the road in the morning and then jump in and put it into first gear to get the car running. And they have to do that every day. I respect every day of their life. Every day of their life, they're pushing their car downhill, jumping in, putting in gear in, just so they can get to work. And then one day they walk out to the to the to the driveway, and there's a car in the driveway, and they're able to start it with the key and just drive. So they're fucking happy. (laughs) No, it's great. Be happy, but you're going to lose to the Suns. (laughs) Why? I just don't. It's like me rooting against the Mets as a Yankee fan. Like, what would be the point? The Mets are. T- they, the, I mean, at least the Mets have, have at least one championship. Yeah, yeah. I I just I, don't, I I I used to root for the Clippers, not root for them, but like just like be. I would be happy for them when they had any sort of success. But now you're just mad they're going further than the Lakers in the same maybe year. just a little bit. <laughs> That's maybe all I'm, there is. You I'm guys little, lost in the first round. No, yeah, it was now, the first round. Yeah, but I, you know, I'm a little bitter. Yeah, but we still have 17 championships. So fuck that. And of course, the Yankees have twenty-seven. Yeah, well, you've been around a little bit longer. Uh, probably about eighty more years. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot. Oh, of we're the finally week. to the shot of the week. The drinking portion of the uh, show. Yeah, take that fireball away. And away did with you, you? Did you want to take the shot now, or do you have to take a a bathroom break? Yeah, let's ben. take a quick bathroom break, and we'll be back with the shot of the week. All right. All right. Hold tight, everybody. All right, and we are back after we go from Ben's potty break. We go, we go from like 
techno to heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal. I mean, and, and it's perfect. It's, it's appropriate for Father's Day because all fathers love heavy metal, right, Ben? That's true. I, <laughs> That's, do. I do. Yeah. Every single one out there, I'm guessing. Can you listen to the song you've listened to since you were a child? That's every, like, I listen to my neighbors. They got, like, Van Halen playing. I'm like, that was 40 yeah. years ago. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, but it was good music. It was good music. Um, but uh, tonight. But I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, no, well, exactly. what do well, I know? I know that. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, like, I never got in skinny jeans. You know, it's the new thing. I, for, I never skinny got in skinny jeans. I'm sorry, I don't wear skinny jeans. You know, I still no, wear you can't claim sort of... to be European my, if you don't my, wear skinny jeans. My jeans are, you know, they're narrower than they used to be, but I'm still kind of like, you know, where I was a few years ago. I mean, I mean I'm a little bit older. I'm not, I don't, I'm not in... I'm not with the in crowd band. Yeah, I, I do like. like well, you I like tight fitting clothes. I mean, regardless, so, so I mean, do I. I like. This tight is like the perfect clothing. time for me. Maybe it's because I got chicken legs. Maybe that's why. Well, the chicken and, legs—you you buy the, the skinny jeans. You don't can't tell you. Have no, but legs. then you can definitely tell. Yeah, I got like you know. No matter, I'm like I can work my legs. Like I can like you know like work uh, my legs. But like I still have chicken legs. I think it's, it's just in my jeans. Like my dad has chicken it's, legs. I'm yeah, sorry. it's in your jeans. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. I just thought about that. Oh yeah. That's well, you true. can work your calves. You can do some calf I raises. I do. My calves are nice. I have nice calves. My calves <laughs> are nice. You're not going to hear that on any other podcast. I actually, you're not, my calves, you're not going to hear that on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, no, my calves are not. My calves, are, but it's my up like my thighs. That's like that's where I like you know I I could do squats. I you know more than the rest of like still, you could, but you don't. But I do. But not with heavy weight. I but I do not with heavy heavy weight. enough. Not heavy. Where I don't want to damage not heavy my knees enough. or <laughs> go heavy with the squats and you'll be wearing skinny jeans in no time. Squats, maybe so, <laughs> but I I still doubt it. I'm not. I don't like wearing tight like like upper body. But in, fine. if you're gonna live in Europe, you gotta wear the jeggings. That's true. That's true. Like yeah. every time Sonny and I've been to Europe, I'm like, how the yeah. But you wear like those like the skinny sweats. Yeah, I like the skinny sweats. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the style. It, it it's seems the, like every time thing. I come over here, I think you're going to start doing yoga. Well, because I'm like a, you know, I got, I'm, <laughs> my body is built like it's like, you know, it, I have a weird shaped body. I'm all torso and like my legs are small and like sort but of see, thick. No, but they're not. See, but I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sort of the same way. Like I got like wide shoulders. Yeah, you, nobody like looks just, at anybody's legs. I guess not. I mean, just don't look at my legs. Nobody's like, I was going to hook up with that guy. Got, but then I mean, the biceps legs. and the chest are nice, and the, the quads are nice. But you see his those, calves; those ankles are nice. Those, I mean, the, so the, the calves are he has, so. He doesn't have small. cankles. He, he doesn't, doesn't have cankles. Those, that's for sure. His ankles are really nice. I mean, the, the calves, calves are, are a little. Thin. Calves are nice. Yeah. Ankles are nice. That area below the calves and but and to the ankle, it's very small. Yeah, you know what? I was I was a little too. Bo- I was going to take him back to my place, but, but after I saw that bone down there for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, we have our shot of the week, Ben. Yes, I what, forgot. What is oh, our I shot forgot. Of the week? What is what our we're shot doing? Of the week? Our shot of the week is a Father's Day inspired shot. Father's Day is tomorrow, and we have a shot tonight. And it is uh, basically it's almost like a a, a a whiskey sour cocktail, but in shot form. You know, I, I figured you know it's Father's Day. You know, like uh, older gentlemen like their whiskey. That's what I mean. That's 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 like my whole mindset, right? I mean, well, like the gentlemen, they like the whiskey. They like the whiskey. So that's what I thought. Like you, know, like you know, dads, I'm we sure. Came like, over here from Ireland for the whiskey yeah. only. <laughs> I don't think that's that's what it came from. Oh, Italy, Italy or from? Oh, they came from Italy. <laughs> I went to Italy first, and that's how I got the accent. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I came from Scotland, and this is how I talk. I figure, you know, maybe a lot of dads out there they like their bourbon, they like their whiskey, you know, they like their rye. So you because know, figured, they're dads, that's why yeah, they like exactly, all of those things. Exactly. 
You know, and and that's like I had money, and then I had a kid. That's what my thought process uh, was uh, with this shot of the night, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a cocktail that I don't usually. I don't drink a lot of cocktails. I I usually just drink you know whiskey straight or or scotch, whatever. I just usually drink it. I used to. I don't do Which that as much. All you drank for the first ten years that I knew. Yeah, but I was younger. <laughs> I was now, younger. I was younger. I was in my twenties. Now, now I'm in my thirties. Exactly, and 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 because of that, it's it's a lot more difficult to get over a hangover. And when you drink a lot of sugar, you really have that hangover. And now it takes a few days to kind of get over it. So I I, I completely stopped drinking the sweet stuff. Uh, so I figured, you know, there's yeah, a lot of dads the out there. Sweet stuff. There's a lot of guys out there. Lot of dads That's out why there. I had to buy these eight ounce cokes for you. Exactly. I don't drink that much of them. I'd buy him. I buy. I would buy him the regular cans of Coke, the twelve ounce cans, and then every time he would leave, I would as I was like cleaning up some of the stuff. There'd be half the Coke still left in the. I'm like, you can't finish a twelve ounce one Coke. That's a lot of sugar, man. It's a lot of sugar, and I'm watching my figure. Yeah, when I when I went to Costco, I said, "Do you have four ounce cans of Coke?" <laughs> I said, "Do you have shot glasses of Coke?" Look, I'm 37. I can still see my abs, so I'm doing something right. All right, <laughs> that's true. But I'm like, I'm looking for a smaller Coke, like smaller than the eight ounce. Do you have like something smaller than that? So, yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of dads out there that you know like to sort of wind down at the end of the day and just, you know, sit back with a, maybe a Glencairn glass or whatever and just sip down a scotch or a bourbon of or course. a rye, whatever you prefer. And so I figured all you have left of your money for tonight's <laughs> if you're a shot father. for the Father's Day inspired shot. We have some whiskey, but it's, it's like a whiskey cocktail. It's a whiskey sour. And we have a little bit of the Elijah Craig band, the Elijah Craig. Oh, a, that's a good It's one. a great bourbon for the price. It's only about 20 some dollars or so for a, a, a quality, tasty bourbon, whether it's on the rocks or whether it's mixed in a shot or in a cocktail. And we also have a little bit of simple syrup, which is basically water and sugar, and a little bit of lemon, so good for your abs. lemon juice. I'll be working out tomorrow. And a little no, bit... No, you won't. Uh, yeah, I will. And <laughs> no, a little bit... Won't. I'll be doing my shoulders tomorrow. A little <laughs> no, bit of lemonade. Shoulders. I'll be doing my shoulder my back tomorrow. Lemonade, oh, Lord. And a little bit of lemonade. So there's a tomorrow's shot right a back there. day, bruh. It is, bruh. Never skip back day. Bruh. The thing I like about high you know, school ben, girls. Something, something you have not done in a very long time is work out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, very true. I'm only up to, well, I'm at like 170. I, I, I remember like looking across the table, you wearing that shirt. You stop the shoulder. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it is it's a t-shirt, but you have like the shoulders. I mean, the the... <laughs> You have it rolled up, basically, almost, well, not to your shoulders, but pretty close to show off your, your biceps, but... Well, also to be a little cooler. Yeah, be there, a little there's cooler. that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'll, I'll get back into <laughs> Talk it. Talk about the 80s. I right? will get back into it. Don't get I'm injured. Sure that's how you... You used to probably, like, lean against your Firebird <laughs> I wish high I had a Firebird. When you pulled up... I had a Prelude. <laughs> pretty close. Which was, you know... But you still had the screaming chicken on the hood of, of course, your Prelude. Of course. I wish I could afford, it, like, a Camaro <laughs> well, or a Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how this uh, whiskey sour... Shot tastes like it smells I'll, I'll, pretty interesting. It's sour. It almost did you like, taste it yet or no? No, not really. No. All right, let's do it. Let's give it a little bit of uh, taste. All right, let's do it. That's a lot of whiskey in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. We're not gonna. Yeah, I'll be. I will. Friday. Friday be. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. 
All right, folks. But I actually did pull. How many more agenda items do we have here? <laughs> I actually did pull. Uh, okay, but that was not bad. No, it was pretty good. It was just a lot of whiskey. It was more whiskey than I expected there to be because yeah. I actually did pour in quite a bit of that um, that lemonade with the elderberry in there, which had a little bit of uh, carbonation in it as well. So that's why there's just a little bit of pinch on the back of the throat. That was a, it could it also be the like bourbon. a lot of whiskey, uh, but also uh, you know simple syrup add a little bit of sweetness. There's a little bit of sourness to it, but um, it's really good. It was just a lot of uh, if it was an it was actual a lot of in there. cocktail, it probably would have been. But it's a shot, so I mean, if it was an actual cocktail, probably would have been a little bit less whiskey than I did add for that. So yeah. Whew. That was yeah. it. Was intense. I, it was it was uh, very. It was bourbony. Ah, it was bourbony. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, if I was to do that again, I mean, it was my first time putting that shot together. Less bourbon, more lemonade, more lemon juice, uh, and maybe a little more simple syrup. I mean, it was good. It was good. I just don't. I mean, I like you watch on TV people th- taking full probably, shots of, of whiskey. I'm like, I don't. Or do maybe you really want to probably do that? if that was an actual cocktail like it's supposed to be, uh, and you just kind of sip it slowly. Probably would have been more tasteful. Yeah, my mother actually likes uh, uh, whiskey sours, but in a it was cocktail glass that you drink over a yeah, period of time. Over a period of time. Well, it was sour. It was sour. It was bourbony. It was a little bit sweet. At it the was end. good. It yeah. was good. It just uh, it probably too. It was. It was. Uh, if you're gonna do that, too do powerful. like half a shot. Too powerful. Yeah. I would actually. I could. I could have easily done a half a shot of that and been like, "That's really good," and mm-hmm. then done the other half. Yeah. But a That's full a shot in a full shot glass. That was, uh, you know, intense. It was a lot of bourbon. Yeah. So you're going to hear us reading the, uh, the beer and the. This is going to be a five hour podcast. And the bourbon We're review. Be like, well, go way off topic. I always towards liked, the end of the podcast. I always like grass. <laughs> I mean, grass between your toes. It just. It feels really okay, good. Okay, we're not doing shrooms, man. <laughs> it's alcohol. <laughs> All right, where would yeah. you rank uh, this I, particular I would, shot? I would rank this one a seven. Um, not the best. Yeah. Above average, not the best. Um, if I was to do it again, it'd probably be better than, than this first go around. Yeah. So seven. Yeah. I'm also going to give it a seven only because it was a little, not because of the flavor, but because strong. of the amount. A little strong. It wasn't even that strong. It was just too much volume <laughs> in one, in one, yeah, in, in one shot. In so one sip. if you give me the, in this little shot glass, like half of that one, this little tiny shot glass. Well, I think the volume is pretty much the same. That's a wider... Yeah, like half of that one. Yeah. I would have been like, mm, that's good. Yeah. But then the other half was like, oh, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really it really turned into a little bit more than I expected it to be. Uh, but it was it was really, 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 really flavorful, sour, and tasty. Yeah. And for Father's Day, you know, what more could you ask for? Then a little bit of bourbon and a, a little, little bit, bit of sour. Sit back and uh, relax. Exactly. And uh, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. And, uh, you know, just relax in your easy chair, in your recliner. Get your Glen Karen glass and your 18-year-old Glen Livet or whatever you like to sip on. Sit back, relax. Unfortunately, it's on, you know, it's like a Sunday. I mean, you have to go to work next day. It's always day, on so a Sunday, that, I think. Yeah, but it, it, it sucks, though, because you have to go to work the next yeah. day. Yeah. So it, it's like I Father think, Celebrate, just not too much. Just, yeah, just a little bit. Just, just a little the, bit. the normal amount that you celebrate, yeah. which is not at all. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week, which is Ace. Oh, I can't wait God. to taste this one. I really cannot wait to try this one. It is the Aberfeldy Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 12 years. And I just love the bottle. I love the graphics. 
it is something that I've wanted to pick the up. The graphics are completely revamped from what it used to be. Yeah, and, and, and it's something that I wanted to pick up off the shelf for quite some time. I just, for some reason... There was always something else there that I grabbed before Glenn this Levitt. one. Glenn Levitt. Well, oh, Glenn please. Levitt. We've, Glenn had, Levitt. we've had a lot of Isla Scotches on the podcast. You like the Isla Scotches. I do. I do. And, I and do. That's, that's exactly why I grabbed them before I grabbed something I a little bit softer than this. But, you know, I expect it to be good because I do see a lot of stellar reviews. And I see it posted on, like, Instagram and Twitter quite often from other whiskey drinkers out there, Scotch drinkers out there. And I'm excited to try this, Ben. Do you have some information for us? I do. The website is under construction. I believe this is from, I want to say this is from Doers. I want to say, I could be wrong on that. Let me see. I just want to check something real quick. Uh, Yeah, it's from Doers. So Doers actually is owns this particular distillery. So we had to go to a secondary website as their website is under construction. But this is the Aberfeldy 12, the classic 12-year-old Aberfeldy single malt scotch whiskey distilled in the Highlands. While the label sadly, sadly they say, no longer features a red squirrel, it now comes with a rather handsome, as Franny would say, black and rose gold color palette to match the rich, rich, malty, honeyed flavor profile. Very blah, rich. Blah, blah, blah. It's very rich. Uh, but yeah, there used to be, I guess a lot of people were upset when they changed the uh, the label. Why? I think the label looks fantastic. Yeah, I think is, the bottle looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 actually very beautiful. Yeah, I actually agree. The I don't know what the old gold. label looked like, but apparently people yeah. were like, you know, people get really wedded to their... Yeah, you know their labels apparently. <laughs> no, actually today, um, I was looking at some of the Rise and Templeton. We had the Templeton four-year-old Rye yeah, te- on the it was podcast, good. and it was good. Uh, but they completely revamped their bottle, and it almost. Compl- I mean, like I had to look back through the pictures because I was about to pick it up because it looked so beautiful, just the way it was. And I same one, same exact thing. But the bottle and the labeling is so much nicer than it used to be. Interesting, And it's the same price, but it looks more so expensive than it did. I mean, like, interesting because the, 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 the graphics before, it looked, eh, it looked pretty cheap. But now, you know, for 30 bucks for that rye, it looks like something that, that's, you know, that's up there in price. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a marketer these days, apparently. Yeah, I as mean, well as a they're, they're, they did a great job with this. I mean, I, I you know, I don't remember what the Aberfeldy was before this, but this looks really nice. Yeah, I like this new label. The tasting notes: the nose is creamy, some sherried fruit with a trailing hint of smoke, prune, custard, and espresso bean. Oh, really? The palate is sweet, malty, a gentle peat, but nonetheless, the mouthfeel is very clean. Vanilla, peaches and cream, and subtle oak. The finish, ginger, malt, nutty nougat, and maybe a little grapefruit zest on the finish. Yeah, the, the website, if you can see that they're they're building it out. So they also have a, they have a 12, a 16, a 21, oh. the 16 Madeira malt, and the 21 Madeira single malt. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I mean, the price range it was about... I think it's around thirty dollars, somewhere around there, because I usually, you know, get these a week beforehand, and then I kind of forget how much it was. Um, so for a twelve year, I like because whenever I, I I sample a twelve year, 
you know, I, I kind of compare it to the other 12 years with the same price rate or the Glenfiddich or whatever. Oh, Glenfiddich, not the best. Nah, it wasn't that. Yeah, that 12 year. Or that the Glen Ross. Uh, oh, the Glen Ross is good, though. Yeah, and that's a closer to, that's like 50 bucks. You yeah, know, for that's, that 12, well, there's a reason for it's that. It's like, is it worth it? You know, yeah. and that's the Glen, that the Glen was, Ross that, is good. That, that one was, that one was. But will this one, you know, for $30 compared to, you know, something they get for 25 if if you're you know watching your your debit card, <laughs> exactly. You're watching your bit, your bitcoins or your dollars or your euros or your kuna. <laughs> but yeah, so if you go to the Doers website, you'll see. I mean, it's a hodgepodge over there. I mean, I, I I've tried to bring this up on the Doers website. There's just if you really look at that website, there's it, it's really like they're they're the offerings are sort of all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's not well put together. So I think that's why they're putting together this new Aberfeldy website, which will feature, you know, this the 12, the 16, the 21, as well as the 16 and the 21 in the exclusive malt. But, I mean, the bottles look nice. The website will look nice. And I'm wondering how this will be. Mm-hmm. You want to give it a taste? Let's give it a shot, then. You got your glass right there? I do. I, I do. got my glass uh, right yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Let's give it a shot. Oh, clank, clank. Let's <laughs> smell it. Sniff it. Let's nose it. Oh, it's whiskey.com over here. Oh, it's got a nice nose. A little fruity. It is. It is fruity. Almost a little prune in there. It's it's uh it's stone fruity. Oh, good lord! Here we go. <laughs> stone fruity. Yeah, I'm, I am getting the sherry the 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 sherried fruit, but it's. It's creamy. I mean, it's it's. I get a nice depth on the nose. I mean, there's a lot of complexity on the nose. I get a little bit of smoke, but, but it's not very, much. It's, I get leather. Are you getting leather? I'm not I getting, getting a little leather, leather so in there. much, but it's sweet though. It's sweet. I get a little bit of leather in there. Oh, prune! There it is. I got the prune. I'm getting better at this. I'm not really getting the espresso bean. Getting some apricot. Yeah, it does. It has that. It does. It has that sort of stone fruit, overripe stone fruit type of nose. That's nice, though. I mean, the nose is nice. It doesn't. It doesn't really burn your nostrils. What's the proof on it? Uh, it's. They have a lot of writing on this bottle. It's a lot of small. Well, you're you are thirty seven, so you should be able to read that. Bottle. It's eighty proof. Oh, yeah, so it's only forty. Proof. Yeah, forty percent. Yeah, shut up, and I can still see. It. I, can still, <laughs> I, I can't can still. See it. I can still see the small font. All I right? can't see it. The fine print. I can still read. I read the drinking game agreement. I, I read that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's funny. I read that. That hundred and twenty page document that you put together. For the drinking game agreement. Well, you know, I got to protect myself. Yeah, that's I why I spent. That's why I spent three years in law school. I can tell you did. I'm on to you. You want to give it a little taste? Yeah, but I, I love the. Oh, the, I mean, the, I love the, the nose. The, is, it's the nose like, is. It's, it's, like it's not. It's simple. plummy. It's apricotty. It's it's stone fruity. But it is. There's a little stone there's fruit in there, but there's also a little there's bit of prune, a little bit of uh, a little bit of smoke, a little bit of I don't leather. Know if it's like vanilla. I'm, see, I'm not getting the leather. I'm not getting the leather in there. Let me stick my nose way in there. Yeah, I get a little leather, like a like a nice yeah leather desktop. Yeah, 
<laughs> Maybe I need to get myself a, a leather desktop. desktop. A leather desktop computer. <laughs> no, it's the, like this, like the, the top this of the nice. desk. Get yourself a, a leather laptop. <laughs> and I, and a, a Wilson's computer. Wilson's leather computer. You know, the NBA is moving away from Spalding, moving to Wilson. Oh, they should. Yeah, it's been 37 years. It's about time. I guess. <laughs> well, watching the Obviously. Euros, you can put anything on a soccer ball, just colors. No, NBA. All sort, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. but it's just like, you, you know, soccer ball should be a soccer ball. It shouldn't have like all this. Wait, how do you move soccer? I said NBA. <laughs> I know, I know, but I was just thinking in my head, like I saw the, the soccer ball that they were using for the Euros. I'm like, that's not a soccer ball. This is a side. That's sucker. not a knife. This is a knife. But yeah, I like the Wilson balls. <laughs> all right. All right. Cheers. I do. I like Wilson basketballs. Do you really? Yeah. You have a preference. <laughs> I do. Because they're all the same. No, Wilson's better. <laughs> okay. Wilson. Wilson's better. Especially when you lose, when you lose them in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, it's really heartbreaking. All right. Let's give this a shot. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you? <laughs> you all right over there? He's gonna spit it. He's gonna spit it. Why are you laughing? That's your reaction? That's your reaction? Oh, this is nice. This is Crikey. nice. It is. It's it actually. Is nice. For for thirty bucks, I did almost spit that out. This is actually really your reaction. It was like it was immediate. You just like (laughs) sipped it down and just like this is nice. (laughs) Yeah, notice it is actually it is it is actually for for thirty bucks. This is nice. It is actually very very creamy. I don't know if we've had a creamier scotch on the show. It coats the entire mouth and my lips. (laughs) <laughs> no, it does. It does coat your entire it mouth. Coat your lips, you say, and it coats your lips too. Shame um, us. No, but uh, it, it it actually just the. Uh, it's almost got a little saltiness in there too. Just, I mean, I'm I'm I am I'm surprised at how much creaminess there is and how smooth it is. I mean, it goes down so easy, so creamy. I'm getting a little vanilla. I get a little cream. I get a little yeah, fruit. But it's not what I like about it is not overly sweet. Though. And there's a tiny bit of burn, a tiny bit of burn mm. on the finish. A little bit of little bit of ginger burn on the finish. Just like, yeah, a little bit of fruitiness, a little bit of burn. But just, I'm 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 it's nice. I'm, I'm sure this will be the post production <laughs> scotch right here. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that's actually for and it's 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 pow- it's it's uh. It's robust. It's it's yeah, beefy. It, it really it coats the mouth, and it's I and mean, for something within that price range for it to have that sort of like mouth. It's better feel, than live at twelve. That's for sure. And it was more expensive too. Not by Not much. By much. But, but you know, but look at the the legs on the glass. I mean, it is very. It's it's thick. I mean, it, it's just it has this sort of. Thickness to, to it, that. but it's not. It, I mean, it's, it's seven seventy seven flying overhead. <laughs> it's, you know that by the, but by I bet you engines. I could figure it out. Yeah. It's the same one every night, I'm sure. I don't think we have any seven seven sevens flying to Burbank. <laughs> seven forty seven falling out of the sky. Won't you take me down to Memphis on a midnight ride? I want to move. <laughs> yeah, that shot was pretty strong. Um, Bill Haley in the comments. No, but there, there's. There's a nice, almost like a vanilla honey 
sweetness with a little bit of fruitiness with that nice thick creaminess that smoothness this it's got a nice actually i mean when it hits the tongue that's why i said it's not i mean when it really when it hits your tongue it's got the flavor it's got the softness the robustness yeah, the volume uh, but it's like it's nice it's it's, it's, it's probably and it don't, it's it's got a little burn but not enough to make you not want to just keep it will probably my favorite 12 year i mean this wow. is, this not is, better than the glenn ross i don't know uh, you might have to go I don't grab know. that there's, Glenn there's, Ross. There's, and, a, there's and, a there's a twenty dollar difference, pretty much, between this and that. Yes, and it's all yes, I know. Yeah. No, but that's what I compare it to. It's like, is it Friday's all about the dollars and cents? Is it is it is it worth it spending that extra twenty dollars for that Glenn Ross, which is excellent? But it, the, it's the different Glenn, though. It doesn't have the, the Glenn, same. The, but the Glenn Ross, it is it is more. I would say it's more complex. But this one, it just has that nice, creamy, smooth finish, and it is—it's—I mean—it's really appealing. I mean, I, I like that. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's almost surprising how much creaminess there is. I think it's this really is appealing. One of the most creamy scotches oh, it's that creamy. we've had. It's creamy on 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 the podcast. It's almost like a little bit of a melted, almost like a little bit of melted caramel in there. Just sort yeah. of, yeah. But somehow you kept it room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of like a that melted is... caramel scotch with, with you know at room temperature. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. That is a really good scotch for the price range. Definitely better than the Glenfinnich. Oh yeah. I'd have to look at the other ones we've tried. Better than the Glenmorangie, I would say. Yeah. On the twelves. Glenlivet. Glenlivet's pretty straightforward, the twelve. I mean it's a straight forward smooth scotch. smooth but it just um this one's smooth and creamy but it's got a nice flavor that's mm-hmm. why I, I said it's nice when i first yeah no and i yeah i almost spit it out because <laughs> it's good no it is it is really good for them i mean i like i really wanted to try this scotch because i've seen it you know sort of advertised by other scotch drinkers out there on instagram and and it's just you know something that i didn't grab off the shelf because there was always something else that I also like the like the the wee beastie or the the query reckon which are you know they're a little bit more you know they're a little bit higher in price but just like oh, I, I want to so try good. those Islas but this time I grabbed this one and I'm like you know what for that price range let's see how this goes and and uh it's really good I really do like this Everfeldy 12 I mean it's, I, it's, know, I, it's I see why, nice, why it is highly rated and you know I think of doers I think doers and water you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's like a mixing you don't, you don't think, yeah. whiskey. It's just something that you... I mean, it's not overly complex. There's but, not a lot of flavors there. When I saw the brand, there. I was like, oh, okay. But just the mouthfeel, the creaminess, that slight sweetness, that little bit of fruitiness. It is a... It's a, it's a good scotch for the price. Very it's good scotch. It's a good scotch for a little bit more than that price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you told me it was 45, I wouldn't... I wouldn't shake my nose at it 50 you know but you know for around 30 bucks that that's a good scotch right there for a 12 year old that's really nice did we record any of this let me just uh i've been reading so let me just <laughs> actually check oh yeah we yeah have okay been. we're, we're we have been recording yeah, that's this. good that's a good thing all right we're because that was that was a good segment yeah god damn it that was good where would you rank this one um you know just just based off of the price and the mouthfeel and the flavor I would say this. This is um, this is a ten. I mean, this is something that I could be very, Damn. 
this is something to be very happy with just sitting back and sipping and you know after a long day of work just winding down with this this is a this is a good scotch that's good i'm gonna give it a nine 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 centerfield nine (laughs) 9.97 no i mean i think for what it is for the price for uh you know, the company, which when I saw it, I was like, well, okay, Stewart's is going to be sort of a mass-produced something, something. It's really, because it's got that softness. It's got a little bit of bite, not much. It's got that that sweet fruitiness, a little smoke, uh, a little bit of leather. But on the finish, it's got that nice sort of complex finish that sort of takes it softly down your throat, but leaves you with a little bit of a... It does leave you with a little bit of a zest at the end of the at the end of the finish. It, mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good scotch. I mean, the color, the color is also sort of an you know, amber. Nice yeah, it's an amber copper. I mean, it's 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 like uh, a Jurassic Park color. Yeah, no, that's a good. I'm I'm glad that I finally picked up the Aberfeldy 12. That's a very good scotch for the price. That, that one, and the bottle is nice. Definitely recommend that. I like these short, fat bottles. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a different. I mean, it's like sort of rounded towards the top. I mean, a lot of the like the, um, the Hudson bottle. Yeah, that, that's a nice label. That one is like fat and chunky. This one has, uh, you know, it has a it's little, got a little bit, European. Yeah, a little know, flair like a little to it. More yeah. sophisticated. Yeah. A little oh, yeah. more sophisticated. Just a little yeah, bit. Like for your Americans, <laughs> this, you know. And I mean, you know, the cap itself. It is, you know, it's got the nice cork. It's actually real cork. It looks like it's real cork in there. But, uh, yeah, they did an excellent job with um, with the bottling. But the flavor, you know, it's not complex. But, it every you know, everything that you would want is there as far as the creaminess and the flavor. Um, with, you know, just, just the right amount of sweetness. Not overly sweet. Just a little bit of bite. Yeah, it's not that... It's not that light, it's got that smooth scotch that honey, like vanilla, a you know, sort of. Uh, yeah, I get the stone fruit. Yeah, it's not, but it's not that light, smooth, mm-hmm. easy drinking scotch that you would that, like you get from a Glenlivet yeah, Twelve, it's, where you throw fa- some water. It's, it's fairly easy to drink. It from. is, but it's but it's robust. It's got a little bit of thickness yeah. to it mm-hmm. and a, a volume to it that's that's more pronounced than a than a more easy drinking sort of smooth scotch. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, so Franny is at a ten. I am at a nine. Franny. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it was fifty bucks, I'd give it a nine. But at thirty bucks, <laughs> fifty. That's the, uh, that's three hundred. I mean, what do you give it? <laughs> no, I don't know. At three hundred, yeah. I give it a five. <laughs> I would expect more from it, but I didn't expect that much from it, uh, and um, it definitely didn't disappoint. So that's that's a good scotch. Oh, for sure. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Distill Brewery. It's the Wild Sour Series limited release. Limited release, bro. Limited release, bro. Uh, It's the Margarita Goose. It's got coriander, sea salt, lime, and orange peel. And we'll pour some in a glass and we'll try this. All right, hold tight. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. Oh, I love that bumper right there. Uh, it's Euros. Yeah, well, it's nice. It's a nice one. I can definitely bump For the in NBA my car. championship, we'll have to have more uh, 
Depending on where where the teams are. Yeah, what do they listen to in Phoenix? Rave. <laughs> they listen to the same thing. What are those two in Milwaukee? <laughs> Milwaukee? Uh, probably more hip hop and and, check out what and metal. Yeah. Like rock and roll. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's Milwaukee. It's not complicated. <laughs> but uh, next up on the big board, Ben. We have our Oh, beer. I didn't even say it. What's next about a big board? <laughs> I know you didn't say it. That's why I'm saying it. On the big board, Ben. We have our beer of the week. Like I mentioned, it is the Wild Sour from Distillet Brewery. It's a limited release of Margarita Ghost Band. And uh, I figured this would be ideal for the hot week that we just had. It seems like Whew. one of those summer beers that you hot. just want to sip down. It's refreshing. I, at least I believe it is. I'm sure you have some <laughs> information for is. us. This is from the Distill Restaurant and Brew Works in Normal. Illinois. It's not who, abnormal. I don't is, know who is, named is, is, that is the town. neighboring town abnormal. I'll yeah, wonder. it's a weird name for a town. Yeah, I know. But it is a you know it's a normal town. It's normal. It's just one of those normal stores, run of the mill American towns. Roads, traffic lights. <laughs> it's n- nothing to see here. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. We're just normal. You know, we don't have got the this, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We have a normal brewery or anything like that. You know, we don't have any kind of monuments. It's just normal. <laughs> it's normal. It's just normal. normal. We have a stream, a bridge. A crick, a crick. Hey, you know, know. maybe some crawdads in the in the crick. What's a crawdad? <laughs> it's a, craw, a crawfish. Oh, like a tiny little lobster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Only way more flavorful. Is it really? It is from normal. Yeah, from normal, of course. <laughs> I mean, you only get to get them from normal or from Baton Rouge. <laughs> uh, this is the Wild Sour series, the Margarita Ghosts. This German style. Gosa. Gosa. I don't even know. <laughs> it probably is. You know to say, you know say Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> Oh, I like Porsche. This German sour wheat ale is brewed with coriander, sea salt, lime, and orange peel, creating a beer that's packed with citrusy and salty flavors, reminiscent of a margarita on the rocks. Cheers. The style is ghost ale with coriander, sea salt, lime, and orange peel. ABV, alcohol by volume, 5.2%. You know higher than I expected. Yeah, higher exactly. than I expected. Not high, but higher than I expected for this style of beer. Best served in a snifter, tulip, or oversized wine glass. Tulip. Pass on that. The availability is a limited release, Franny. You can get it in a four-pack of 12-ounce cans. That's can. what I got it in. The ingredients, two-row malt, wheat, flaked oats, Munich malt, aromatic malt, coriander, sea salt, lime puree, and orange peel. And they got the, like, the EPC label right there. Like, why did they have that? Like, it's like... You could you, you go scan it. You scan don't it like at the store. Like don't I'm getting. You have four, your Tesla machine I'm getting four or whatever, of these. Tesla machine. Whatever I'm getting call four it. of these. Let me just scan them right here at the counter. <laughs> just scan it on the website. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Well, probably. Actually, if you, you maybe probably, they probably it's, could scan are, and be like, oh, is it in stock? Here, here it maybe is. they're a small brewery, and so maybe like people that walk in, they're like, here, like pull it up on your phone. Let me scan it. Yeah, I mean, it looks know. like they have a pretty good offerings they got the typical ipas you know of course, IPA, yeah. ipa 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 every style of ipa imaginable but they got the wild sour so they got yeah. a, they got a here goes nothing wild sour they got a flanders red sour they got a syncopathic sour they got a lindbrook sour a wild pack of sour triple berry sour Wow, a margarita ghost sour, pina colada. And I like their ghost. labels. Their labels are really they actually nice, have a, They actually colorful. have more sours than they have. I know, seriously. Look at this. They got a key lime pie ghost. They got this a blueberry. This is the only one that I saw there. I'm, I'm actually looking for, on the shelf. Next time I go to Total Wine, I'm going to check to see if there are any other sours from this particular brewery 
Well, because Ben, me, and you have we we become uh, big yeah. fans of the sours, and and we've we've uh, we started a movement in this country. Yeah. I, I think it's it's because of me and you drinking these sours. Yeah, there's going to be a march tomorrow. They're just disappearing off the shelf. Like the shelves are empty when I go to Total Wine and it says sour gone. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what, guys, I am the reason. Yeah. We, we are driving are this reason. new agenda across America, uh, uh, the globe. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's pretty sad. I, I think that we had to do it. Yeah, of all the people that might could do it, be the universe. We had to do it. If there are aliens around here, they, they're <laughs> well. Apparently, yeah. there are aliens now. It's all over. Yeah, yeah. and they're drinking sours. <laughs> they came, they came down. They're like these guys are drinking sours. Yeah, they're, uh, we it must be good. It if must these be good. Guys are doing it. But look at this one. I mean, it's it's got a. Complex acidic flavors, indigenous wild yeast, lactic fermentation, lemon, lime, and other citrus. Like, oh, look at these! Look at these! Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. I I just want to try all of them now. I wonder where you can it's get a great these. website. This is a nice website. Probably so, from, probably from Normal. The rest of you guys out there, you know, you could thank Frane, not me, but thank Frane for you know making the sour phenomenon. No, well, thank my coworker who run the country, who sort of you know. Turn me on to the sours. Well, she's like, there has to be something more to life than I. And she hasn't given us a beer yet. Well, didn't like, she, well, didn't she gift us a couple of them? She should. Well, I thought she gifted us one. No, that was my other coworker. Oh wait, yeah, it's not the sour coworker that gave us the sour. Uh, no, no, she's the foodie. Oh, That's well, the, the foodie. The sour coworker should give us so that we'll shout her out on the podcast and say this came from. I know we this person. We should shout. We'll shout her out when when she actually. Gifts us a beer on the podcast, but for now, and I think I did in the past. Actually, I'm not gonna do. It, I'm not gonna do it on purpose now on the podcast. Well, you know, she knows Total Wine sells singles, right? Uh yeah, yeah. You but know, there's actually you know, still Total Wine still doesn't have that many sours as many as they should. I wonder why. Especially in the summer season, you should. Like right now is the perfect time to have a refreshing sour by the pool or a refreshing yeah, sour sure. after you mow the lawn, Ben. I'm, you know, you were out here. In like ninety degree weather, mowing the lawn, trimming the head. Wouldn't it have been nice to have a sour? I, I did have a sour. And if if somebody actually gifted you a sour, right? It would be nice. Would be nice, especially since we are the ones that are making sours popular for the Everywhere. first time in the United States. Yeah, and yeah, I I I, I know her Instagram handle. But I'm not gonna throw it out there. Well, why would you? Because she didn't gift us one. Yeah, we're not talking. This is not. We're not talking about buying us a car. That's right. Sour sipping you know, bay. It's a. That's, it's, a it's, it's actually. That's our, that's our, that's our TV. television. Yeah, it <laughs> bounces fell off. down. Sorry about that, folks. If you heard that. Yeah, but well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's 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 see how this tastes. Cheers to you. Bam. It smells nice. It actually does. It almost has like a champagne note to it, actually, which is kind of nice. It smells clean. There was a lot of head on it, like when I poured it, but now it has completely disappeared. It smells clean. Little bit of citrus. It's like a sweet champagne note. That's what I'm getting. A little bit of citrusiness to it. But let's, let's see what taste it tastes. It. Ooh, that's nice. That's a, I, that's, <laughs> that's actually nice. that's actually <laughs> that's gonna be my new thing. That's nice. Because that was it was like sour. And then once it went down, it was even more sour. Yeah, it's sour and it was all refreshing. the way. Refreshing. I mean it was like a nice sour. It's actually you can get that that sea salt. Almost like lemonade, but at the same time, it is a beer. 
that is actually very refreshing. That's a nice, it's refreshing and also sour dry at the same time. Beer. It's almost like very reminiscent of that sour monkey. Remember the sour yeah. monkey that we had on the show? It's got a nice dryness to it too. See, I'm getting. I'm not getting as much of the dryness. It's almost like in between. There's like it's like not too wet, not too. It's like not too dry. It's it's it's, it's there. But what I'm getting a lot of is just that that nice bit of refreshing citrusy sourness. Yeah, see, it's supposed to have citrus salty flavors. That's and like it, it's like it's thick, it's like on your lips, and like it pops. It, it does pop, but I can feel the salt on my lips. Like I expected it to be sour. It's sour which is and what I expected salty. This from, might be my favorite sour so far. It is. It is. It's up there. I mean, I, I expected this to be it's up there, bro. I can't remember which which sour it was a, a couple of weeks ago that we had that I expected more sourness from it, a little bit more refreshing notes. Well, maybe you posted it on Instagram. I I'm did, guessing you did. I did not. Yeah, I did not. Thanks. See if you yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. yeah you no, know I did not. Yeah. Which one it was? It was the it was the bug zapper. That was the one that I expected to have more sourness, and it didn't. It was kind of lacking in the sourness. Yeah, it was lacking in a, but this one, a lot of things. I think is not. Lacking in the sour department, and here, yeah. here you got, you got. I gotta finish that off. You gotta finish it off, and you got three more to go. That is actually it's perfect for this time of year. If it was in the middle of winter, not that great. But right now, for ninety degrees, you want some more? Hundred? No, hundred. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not sitting by the pool. But um, if you if if you were sitting by the pool or you know mowing the lawn, Ben, this would be perfect. Just imagine this afternoon you had some of this, or doing a podcast, or doing a podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Damn, that's good. Mm-hmm. I I taste the coriander. I taste the salt. I get the salt on my lips. But the lime. It's like you get that sourness and you yeah, get your that friend, like, your friend with the sours. You get probably that, hasn't had this one. You get that lime right at the end. Right at the finish. It's like sour, 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 and then that lime lime citrusiness at the end. Yeah, limes are underrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure they are. Okay, they looked at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, those limes, limes. are underrated. Like what? Nobody ever heard of a fucking lime what before. Is, what, is, what is this? Uh, but most people buy lemons. <laughs> most this buy... unique fruit that you're talking is this, is this from uh, Southeast Asia? This lime that you speak of? It's a lychee, <laughs> a goldenberry, a lime. They're very exotic. I've never no, seen a lime at the grocery store. Well, most people, before. you know, they do where lemon. Do you, where they, do you, could you purchase them on Amazon? Most <laughs> people do lemons. Lemons in their water. Lemon squeeze in their on their food. Limes are a little. You know, people don't buy limes. They're hard to come by. They're you can't hard. buy a lime tree. You have to have like a special, a special grant from the government in order to plant, <laughs> plant a limes. lime tree. You can't really plant these. These are they citrusy? These uh, limes. They're, they're a little sour. What color are they? They're they're, they're green. Are they green? Green? A green green fruit? (laughs) Yeah. And when they're ripe, they're also still green. It's very, very strange. Ben, this is. They start green and they end green. I've never heard of this. Is it a lime? How do you spell lime? (laughs) I think it's L Y M R? Lime? Limer? <laughs> They're German. <laughs> German limes. Yeah. They probably are German for all I know. Yeah, I know, but um yeah. <laughs> but most people don't buy a lot of limes. Most people buy lemons. I guess I guess. <laughs> How I mean, many people do you know with a lime tree compared to lemon trees? I guarantee it's ten to one 
lemon to but, lime. But they have they have they have uh like those dwarf limes. Well, yeah, but I guarantee most people have have <laughs> lemon trees <laughs> as opposed to lime trees. Ask everyone you work with. I, I'll do the same. Do you have Do you have a citrus tree? I don't tree? expect I don't expect people to have like the actual tree. Why not? But to grab, you know, I mean, because I mean, you you use it. What would it. you buy a lime for? What What would you buy? What When would you buy a lime to pour into your cocktail? I'm just like squeeze well, for a gin bit. and tonic. Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm sure for tacos. Lot, yes, lot, but exactly. There's a lot of people <laughs> out there that do need lime. They're not very unique. <laughs> They're not unique, but I would say that. <laughs> Compared to lemons, it's probably ten to one. I don't know about that. I would I would have more limes in my house than I, w- than I would have lemons. Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't expect them to be at my place, but if I was to get a citrus fruit, it would be that one. Let's see, lemon sales versus lime sales. <laughs> Pulling it up on Google. <laughs> let's see. Well, let's see here. Uh, from 2010 to 2018, lemon availability grew 46%. For limes, uh, increased to 50%. Yeah, I see. Interesting. Uh, Not just, very unique, is it? Which is be- <laughs> which is better, lime or lemon? Okay, But they're easier to... You can fit more limes than you can't fit lemons. If you have 10 limes and 10 lemons, limes are a little bit smaller. Oh, here we go. U.S. imports how many lemons? Those are strawberries. Let's see. The U.S. reported $195.25 million worth of lemons in 2019. Let's see. Uh, Six uh, lemons and limes. Uh, Lime imports. Price amounted to, where is the lemons? On the flip side, it was $195.25 million worth of lemons and limes. Yeah. But but where do they break it down? Looks like they don't hear. But, you know, whatever. What would you rate this, though, Ben? Uh, On our Thursday goal rating scale of beers, you just said (sighs) it was the best sour that you've had on the podcast, where would you rate this? I'm gonna give it a nine. You know what? I would give it a nine. Also, it's not a perfect ten. It's not up there with oh, some of the stop. other beers that we've had, but it is definitely the type of beer that you want to be drinking in this weather, where it's eighty, ninety, a hundred degrees outside. If you want something refreshing by the pool, I wish it had a little bit more carbonation. It's still lacking in the carbonation. I think it might have something but, to do with the citrus. But the flavor where it punches you with that sourness and then finishes with that lime citrusy note, it is really nice. Yeah, it might have something to do with the citrus. Maybe. Yeah, that, yeah, that's because killing a lot of the, the carbonation. A that's lot making of the it sours, impossible to have yeah. Yeah, I wonder that what level it is. of carbonation. We're going to have to figure out that chemistry right there. Maybe when we put our own beer. Because... because what we originally wanted for yeah, our... You took my fucking rosemary beer and just <laughs> gave it away. No, I'm not. But I asked all my coworkers because I did, because I tell my no, coworkers... No, they, they were like, this is the most best beer I ever had. Because my coworkers... never looked at the I cap. actually tell my coworkers that I have a podcast unlike you because you're embarrassed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even that. No, but it's, it's... I don't think anybody has gotten it. I think you still have that rosemary beer because everybody that has had one of the beers, I asked them, did it have a sprig of rosemary in it? By any chance, was there like a branch of rosemary? And they're like, like, no, maybe so, maybe your mom. No, and she just ate it because she was like, you just 
Like, used what, to it. What the fuck is this? Plus, you probably just... Like, Why well, is there food in it, my it, beer? It came inside. Why is there food? Why is there vegetable in my beer? Well, you know, you know, creation people, they will eat, Actually, they will eat what comes out it's of there. It's not a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your mother was the one that introduced me to fish brains. And I introduced you to the browns. And I didn't like the fish, fish brains. brains. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> she does. That's pretty disgusting. And it wasn't what I hoped it would be. Yeah, uh, well, but the browns were better than I hoped it would be. Yeah. Although I tried them both, but I would not I would not recommend the fish brains uh, to to most people. I tried it. Was it? I was hoping it would be a little bit salty, but it was more just gross. <laughs> yeah. But your mother it likes. Was, it, was, it was a lot more gray mattery. Yeah. Your mother <laughs> likes to actually the, the brains of the fish. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. It's not weird. That's weird. Yeah. It's, it's part of the animal. I, I eat, thought it would be good. I eat it everything. Was everything that comes from fish, I eat. Yeah. I mean, because I've had brains. I've had pig brains, and they taste fairly good. I would the, not the fish brain try was not good. I would not try that at all. Why not? I, I stick with, like, the regular shit. Like, you know, if it uh, I know. From, yeah. You, you know have hamburger, You have hamburger? Okay. I'll eat pork chops. You have I'll chicken? I'll no, eat chicken, chicken breast, breast only. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like any other other part of chicken. You have chicken feet? No, no. Hell, who eats chicken feet? Your mother? Bur- no, she doesn't. <laughs> no, Sonia's doesn't. mother? My mom doesn't like that. Sonia's mother eats them. Maybe. And I've eaten them with her, and they're I mean, pretty it's, good. It's, I mean, when you go to Europe, you see part of the chicken. Feet I have some in the, the I have some in the freezer actually outside. And that's why you don't. It's in the freezer, <laughs> but it's not going in your mouth. <laughs> no, they're actually pretty good. You should probably like lick the claws. It's gelatinous. It's like, kind of like eating the skin. Like the like the like the. Like the like the claws. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye. But you gotta, you gotta. There's parts of it you gotta spit out. But they're, yeah. but they're really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's that's false information. You have, you have, you have bacon. Yes. Okay. Pork chop. Yeah. yeah. You have. Uh, yeah. What's there's nothing wrong with bacon. Pork bacon loin? makes everything taste good. Pork loin? No, I don't want pork loin. I just want the, I just want the pork chop. Just the, just the chop. <laughs> whatever like, part of the, whatever <laughs> part of the, the pig, the chop comes from. I'll take that. Yeah. Friday's like he just chops the chicken breast <laughs> off and he throws the rest of the bird away, and he curses at it. Yeah. Uh, the rest of you is disgusting. I can't uh, you know, just to tell you. Drumsticks aren't bad. Uh, drumsticks are good. Yeah. Drumsticks are good. They're all right. Fish, but your mother does do the brains. The remainder of, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's healthy, I'm sure. It's very healthy. I'm sure. But, I mean, it's like not like, it's not like she goes out and of And the her, barnacles. She doesn't and go out of. And they both do the barnacles. She doesn't they go out of her do the way. Barnacles. She doesn't go out of her way to just like go to the store and be like, uh, you know, can I just get the brains? It's it's like, you know, she gets the whole fish, but in the obviously in the head of the fish, there's a little brain and you know, it's and, it's and cut, your mother does open. The, she does the Vokey as well as the barnacles. Not really. I mean she she's had it, but you know. What about the barnacles? I don't yeah, probably. Like back in the day. But Vokey is a little That's bit little, pretty much the same thing. Well, the t- the flavor's very different. Yeah, it's we're two twenty one in. All right. All right. So Friday's at a nine. I'm at a nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's next about the big board, Friday? Next up on the big board, Ben. The housekeeping to finish up the show. <sighs> all right. No more talking about fish brains, apparently. Nope. Which I can talk about all day. We are a show about football, fun, <laughs> friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. That was nice. Please head to our website at thirstygold.busbread.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You get links to the show notes. And links to all of the stories that we cover, as well as the browns, the scotch, the rye, and the bourbons that we review, as well as the beers. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. Spotify, Pocket Cast, CastBox, CastBox, as well as Audible, Amazon Music, and Pandora. Leave us a review. 
How many stars, Ronnie? Five stars, Ben. Five Please stars. leave us a five-star review. You can email us at podcasterstogoal at gmail.com. Follow us on my mediocre Twitter account at GoalThirst. And on Franny's amazing yeah. photography-laden, just groundbreaking, earth-shaking What's the photography. Same? It's the same photos on Twitter as it is on Instagram. Yeah, it is. But but nobody pays any attention to my Twitter account. Uh, at Thirstand. Well, yeah. Instagram is at Thirstand, right? Now I don't remember. And check out all the photography as well. So, Franny, anything else to add before we finish up the show? Uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, and thank you so very much, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you all. We'll see you next week.